How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 56 of the Easy Peasy Podcast. On this episode, you know, this is part two of a two-part series that I'm calling Traveling Light in honor of one of my favorite songs by one of my favorite musicians, J.J. Kale. Now, this episode was completely unplanned, and it all takes place in and around the town of Bend, Oregon, with the focus on homelessness. And, you know, I think Bend could be seen as sort of a microcosm, right? A little example of, of what's going on in lots of places. And I, I don't want to give you any bias going into this, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give anything away except to sort of give you the context of the scene. Cause you're you're gonna be just kind of dropped into it here. As I was. You know, my first morning in Bend, I, I woke up, I drank some coffee, had some breakfast, packed up a back you know, a backpack and I walked into town. You know, staying with Kurt and Julia from the last episode in a Airbnb since uh, their new house in Bend was still getting worked on. And they were busy unpacking and, you know, coordinating with contractors and delivery people and this, that, and the other. So I, I had the day to just kind of do what I wanted, you know, by myself. Didn't have a vehicle, just my two feet. And luckily this Airbnb was right about a mile from downtown Bend. So I, I started walking and I, I kind of walked through the park on my way there. And as I get maybe halfway through this kind of river walk, I see this gathering, you know, 70, 80 people. And I couldn't tell at first. I thought maybe it was a concert, but, you know, I get closer to it and I, I realize this is, this is different. This is like some kind of public forum, you know, town meeting, um, whatever you want to call it. It seemed very kind of informal, though. Not quite spontaneous, but informal, perhaps, um, you know, it was not, it was not your typical town hall. There was one city councilor who was there to address the concerns of the citizens, right? In a nutshell. You know, I won't ascribe motive or, you know, she, she, she seemed like a genuine person. Um, but, you know, I leave it up to you to sort of listen to everything she says and, and pull, you know, maybe extrapolate out what, what the meaning is behind her words. You know, I don't think she's a bad person. I'll just say that. I think, though, 
she might be thinking about the next election. Now, I'm probably, that's probably giving you too much bias. I encourage you to listen to this carefully and make up your own mind. And you know, after the public forum, you could say this episode comes in three parts. You know, part one was the public forum with some discussion after the fact with some of the folks who were there. And part two is at a pub where I met some folks, you know, sort of closer to my, I don't know, I was about to say age, but of course at this public forum, it was, it was a mix of ages, but I met a group of friends, made some friends with some sort of peers at the pub. And, you know, part two, it's a lot of joking around and, but we, you know, we get into the homelessness issue during that discussion as well. And then part three is actually interviewing some folks who are living without a home. Now we talked to more people than we got on the record. Some folks were not interested in being recorded and you know we honored their wishes. So there's sort of a gap in the story in that what I've kind of been alluding to in the previous episode, there's this distinction in my mind, two types of homeless hobos, you know, otherwise known as maybe vagabonds or even the working homeless or hmm, gypsies, right? And then there's the vagrants, you know, junkies, non-contributors, you know, leeches on society. That's my personal assessment. I, I encourage you to, you know, stay open-minded here, but that's kind of the context of all of this in my mind. Now, I'll warn you, after all the serious stuff, at the very tail end, the last 10 or 20 minutes is just me and my new friend, Mike. You know, Mike and Mike. And we went and shot some shotguns. And I just thought it'd be fun to include that at the end. You know, it's not me trying to say anything. It's just uh, a little snippet into a good time. You know, that was after some pretty intense conversation. So, blowing off some steam by shooting, you know, clay pigeons out of the air. That was that was exactly what the doctor ordered, you know. But with that, I'm just gonna I'm gonna drop you in here. So, welcome to Bend. I live in the county about six weeks ago across the road from my house several um, homeless folks decided to start parking their cars there I let it go for a few weeks and then I called the county commission one of the county commissioners and I said hey 
can you do something about the people across the street from my house? And the response was, sure thing. We'll take care of that. 15 minutes later, I got a text message back from the county commissioner who said, this has been handled. They'll be gone within the next 24 hours. 24 hours later, those people were gone. If the county commissioners can do that, yeah. if the county commissioners are demonstrating the political will to do that, why is that not possible at the city council level? Like when we have people on next door that post an RV is parked in our street yeah. and dumping black sewage or yeah. these people have pitched a tent in our neighborhood. If I can call my county commissioners and my county commissioner can make a call and fire off an email and do something about it, where's the political will with the council to do the same thing? Um, two things. One is that vast, 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 vast majority of the houses are in the city of Bend. I mean, that's, 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 a, that's a fact. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so it's a, it's a much more significant problem in the city of Bend than it is in the county um, or, you know, even in, in, the, in the other regions. Um, secondly, I mean, I, I guess what I would say is that while we are having, you know, wanting the police to enforce all the laws of our community, um, we also, as a council, feel very strongly um, about housing people who don't have any homes right now and trying to get that going as fast as possible so that we can then get people off the streets. Um, why the police can't, can't go around and do that, I, I, beyond a capacity issue um, and the fact that they are not, you know, um, prioritizing survival crimes over over um, other more serious crimes is, is another thing. Well, I guess, I guess but I can't, I can't speak for the police department. I know that this is something that we, many of us disagree on. Um, and but, but, if you're, but if one of your constituents... We, we, I, I believe you can do both. No, I've never heard you're not doing both. You're not listening yeah. to your constituents. Hey, there are people that have pitched a tent in front of my house or pitched a do, do you have the will and do you have the ability to make a call on behalf of your constituents and say, we need to move these people on? Um, that, that's what I was doing on Friday. That's what I spent my day doing on Friday. There was a, there was a big issue on 2nd Street. Fair enough. And, and that's what I was doing. With, with well, fair enough. I want, I, we have like eight people left on the list here, so I want to go to Roberta. I met a person last night. His name's Jim Miller. He did this kind of thing up in Seattle. He's seeing what's going on here. He says it's wrong. I asked him to be here today. I don't think he made it here today. I want him to talk with you guys because he's got a better solution, and he was once homeless. It's, a, it's really as, weird as how was, I met that guy. I, by the way, Roberta. Hi, thank Hi. you. Thank you for being here today and holding this forum. Um, I sort of have a two-part question. Okay. First is, um, you mentioned the RFP, and I know I personally was very disappointed that there were only two proposals. I think, was it two, and this is, was it, it was two proposals from the one same. service provider. Yeah. And that's bringing a total of 16. 16. 16. 16. Yeah. Okay. That's not going to make a big dent in it. our capacity. 16. Okay. So the first question is, um, what are your plans to hopefully get more service providers on board to increase capacity? And the second part is related to the hotels yeah. that the city has purchased. 
I assume those need any um, housing there would need to be run by a service provider. Yeah. yeah. What's the plan for that? Sure. Thank you. Um, okay. Wait. So my, sorry. My, your first question was, oh, how do we get more? Yeah. So this is this is a the, the, this is sort of what I alluded to earlier. This is like a really big issue right now. Is that um, we don't have enough service provider capacity. Um, the fact that only two or only one um, organization um, in our community felt comfortable, uh, you know, doing the RFP for an outdoor shelter, um, you know, means that that at a certain point, yeah, we're not we're not going to have enough service provider capacity. And even with our navigation center and, and the hotels and stuff, we do not have a lot of organizations in town that can that can run these things. Um, part of the reason why we want to coordinate it
And then there are people that are chronically houseless who have massive amount of, of trauma and you know maybe addiction and things going on. There's a there's a huge spectrum, just like there is in our community right now, right here. Stop short-term rentals. Exactly. Yeah. So we're gonna we're looking into short-term rentals very shortly. I think in March we're gonna be talking about. I want to go to Jan L. Hi, Jan. I have a question for the council and for everybody here today, but first I want to tell you a little bit about me. I felt the same way you guys did last June. I went down or got online and signed up to work at the Second Street Shelter. I work there four days a week. I'm not paid. I'm a volunteer. I work two to three hours there. They have become my family. They are people. Many of those people are mentally ill. They won't be able to be in housing. A lot of, and then there's a lot of people in between and then the people that are saying to themselves, how did I ever end up here? Uh, they need our love. What you guys are doing, you're headed the right direction. And that is do the first best thing. It's not something that's gonna be, uh, you know, cured in a month or a year or two years. But we have to start with what you guys are doing. Little villages, they need to be in everybody's neighborhood so you get to know them so that you can take them to have food. Please, let me talk. I'm gonna, I know, but I, I want was to I I take them books, ask them how they're doing, yeah. to go for a walk with them. They, the stories that they tell are incredible. There's families there, there's kids there. Uh, it's incredible. It will change your attitude if you just go meet them. There are some people there that I can't even stop at their bed because they grate me so bad with their attitude and that type of thing. But I still love them. I still serve them dinner. Um, I encourage you to sign up. Don't just sign up once saying you've done it. Sign up to come once every, one, once every day of the week. Make a meal for the 80 people that are down there. We've, had, we've been full to capacity. We've had more than filled up, over, overflowing. And to answer the question, they don't know how many beds they have every night because it's an open shelter. People line up. If they have been there and they have a tote with their name on it, they will get a bed. If the person with the name and tote doesn't show up, that bed will be given away. But they are checking people in from six, six o'clock at night until 10 o'clock and the, then the doors close. They let them out at six o'clock in the morning. They're given a, a sack lunch and not even a breakfast, but something to eat as they go out the door. They are out on the streets for 12 hours and then we open the doors back up for them. So I've looked through the, the crowd. I don't see anybody here except one which I don't see her, but she's here, um, that, that volunteers at the shelter. So I encourage you guys to do it. It's not scary, it's wonderful, and they will become your friends. everything you guys have said for years I understand it I appreciate what the City Council is trying to do um, everybody's got concerns but the one thing that seems to be overlooked by our current City Council 
is that there is already a policy and a plan in place to address all of this at the state, county, and federal level. It's the Oregon Disaster Emergency when it started during the fires, when a lot of people had their houses go in the wildfires a couple years ago, and then it went into COVID. This entire time, uh, a state of emergency by Governor Brown was declared, and as such, the Deschutes County Fairground is considered an area of where mass mobilization to provide housing can and should be provided with the state and federal government's assistance. It's on the governor's Oregon State law. It already exists. State, federal, and county policy already exists. We don't need to be having this debate. We just need to enact it. Thank you, James. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jessica. Jessica. Oh, so I've, uh, it's like throughout this whole conversation and on neighborhood, um, one of the questions that I keep asking about these service providers, and not necessarily for the homeless shelters, but when we first started this, I was concerned about the addicts and the uh, seriously mentally ill uh, being housed with the working poor or those who are just having a hard time and need a place to stay. And then I think that you said even today, you just said, okay, they're going to, um, they're going to be, uh, it's like as they're bringing in people, they're going to be assigning them to services getting them the help that they need. Well, as somebody who is intimately, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, I am, it's like I've been around social services for years and years. And I can tell you right now that the help that people need is not out there. Like if an addict comes in and they try to assign him, assign him treatment, it's, <laughs> it's a four to five month wait. Yeah, and it it's like, for, and so what, what do you do then? I mean, that, that's a huge me. problem. And that's, and that's a, again, I mean, enough to pawn it off on the county, yeah. but that is their function. You know, that's yeah. not, we don't provide those well. services as a city. It's a county function. Yeah. Um, I have heard that time and time and time again. 
Um, we do not have enough beds. We don't have enough recovery beds. We do not have enough beds in general um, right. to deal with that problem. And Oregon itself is incredibly, incredibly, um, you know, on sort of on the, the bottom in terms of, of other states um, in, in terms of having services for that. And it's something that we really need to work on as a state we, and as a county. I if you're following the case management plan that they have set up for you in that shelter itself, 
And if, if they they find out that you are continually coming back high every day, you won't be allowed to be there anymore. Right. Yeah, but then what happens? They're back out on the streets, yeah. and that doesn't solve the problem. So, I mean, but I mean, yeah, so, I, so then what is the solution? What is? Okay, I mean, well, I guess my I, well, I'm not trying to get angry with you, but I'm saying yeah, like, no, no, no. We need to try I mean, and do is, what we can. And, and yes, we have to build capacity. So, yeah, so, so part of her been, question is. Yeah, so part of my question was this is the second part is, is are you guys working with the service providers or working on expanding services? Because there's only like one detox facility in Bend. That's a county function. And we do not do public yeah, health. Yeah, so it just seems like until, I mean, I, I want to help them. It's yeah. like, I mean, I honestly do. But if they're getting high, because it's like that's what addicts do, they have to do where they get definitely sick, okay? But there's only one detox facility, and it takes at least four to five weeks to get in. And then after that... That's a county function. Yeah, I mean, right, that's a county function. But I will say this, I will say this, this is something that we, we put together a task force with the county, and it was the emergency health task force. Can't you we, yes, so that, that is exactly that. why we need a coordinated office, because for me to sit here and say, we don't do that, we don't do that, we don't do that, that's a state thing, that's a... I hate saying that. I hate it because yeah. um, because it, it sounds like I'm trying to you know brush responsibility away from us. But it's we don't do that, you know, and so I we can't yeah, I do that. that. As, so having this coordinated office will will enable us to say like, look, we need to plan for X amount of beds, you know, for and I mean beds like rehab beds or you know like right. detox beds, that kind of stuff. I just don't see how the, yeah. how it's, a, it's a, a struggle. A successful village, is and it's something our state needs to work on. Uh, as well, and I encourage you all to really work with our maybe like work with our local representatives to see if there's something we can do as a state. Jen, Jen Icorn's next. They're already feeling that it's shoving down. Good to see you again. Good to see you again. I appreciate it. I didn't get to previously was what's the situation with respect to temporary hardship shelters, particularly in light of 75% of the city survey respondents opposing both concept and the timeline and for people here the temporary hardship shelters are permitted campers or trailers that can go in individuals driveways for third parties to live in for an initial six months and up to two years with the consent of the owner it's well, not that yes. you just roll up into somebody's you right. know, driveway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Hold on, hold on, let me answer. Let me, let me answer. Um, what, what so, so, so hardship, one of the, the, the items on the code changes that um, the sounding board tells our neighbors recommended to planning commission, and again, the process is not over. Um, the recommendations are not final. Um, is that there's two sort of form of temporary shelters. One is an emergency uh, shelter, which is basically like um, when we had that horrible smoke, what was that, like a um, year and a half ago, um, and First Presbyterian put together like a, a, a smoke shelter for our houseless community, um, which I think we all agree is, is something that is, is a good thing for our community. Um, it was toxic to even walk outside. The other one is a hardship shelter. And so um, this is something that already existed. Um, in our code, it was it was a little bit different. It was called it was the med medically fragile or something like that um, shelter. So it was like if someone is not feeling well, uh, is, is 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 sick, they can you know again they can be on your property. Okay, so that this is just changing it and sort of expanding it to just generally speaking hardship shelter. And this sort of came out of again the fires that were in our state. Um, you know, being able you know people needed to have a place to go. You know, people need a place to to, to work a to work. Did it was initially a much longer period of time, um, and did put you know conditions on it. 
someone who has, you know, who has uh, issues with um, particular parts of, this, of these code changes. I would say, the, the first thing is I told you this too, um, is that be specific please, because just saying like, no, we don't want any code changes in our community, that's not something that's gonna happen. I mean, we are having, we're going to have some form of code changes in our community. Um, so if you have individual, like things that like that, like the hardship shelters that, that you're upset by, that is something that uh, I would recommend that you contact the planning commission about um, and something and that you would contact the council about as well. And I'm happy to go over privately how you do that. I have already heard from a lot of people and I have ideas in my mind about things that I would like to change when, when and amend when we get to um, the process where the council takes it over after the planning commission passes it. I'm also interested to see what the planning commission is, is you know, when they have their meeting on February 14th, what they're actually going to be doing with um, the code changes, how they're going to change them themselves, if at all. Will the so homeowner be responsible for providing bathrooms? Like considering include changing the hardship shelter provision? Yes, amending it, yes. Not getting rid of it, but amending it, yes. Maybe making it, um, um, maybe making it a shorter period of time. Um, maybe, maybe having some kind of neighborhood involvement. I'm still kind of mulling it over. Again, I want to see what the planning commission does, and then I'm happy to talk more about it with you. If somebody invites, I just have a question about that really quickly. If somebody invites somebody to stay in their driveway, which is what this would allow to be there for up to however many long, is the homeowner responsible for making sure that the person that they've invited into their driveway doesn't just dump sewage onto the ground? So it's part of the agreement. Thank you. Karen. Okay. Okay. And again, CCNRs, HOAs, that's expert. Thanks. But first, I want to answer your question. You said, you have, don't you trust us? I'm a retired attorney. I've written legislation. But I, the question here is whether this code should be passed. And you look at legislation. The first thing that you've got to look at is whether it will accomplish what you want to be accomplished. The second thing you need to look at is what is the worst case scenario this legislation would allow? Now, with that in mind, I have a series of questions that I think are serious problems with the code, and you can comment on all of them or none of them if you'd like. The first question is, why does this code not distinguish between high barriers and low barriers shelters? The second question is, temporary shelters, both hardship and temporary, they do not require any public notice, not for the application being submitted, not for the application being approved. No public notice is required. If you go back to the hardship question, your neighbor could decide to host a homeless person and not someone who necessarily has suffered an emergency, anyone who lacks housing. That is the criteria. In an RV, in his driveway for up to two years. So why are you allowing that? The third question concerns shelters generally. Why in residential neighborhoods? Uh, the temporary shelter, for example, is allowed in uh, only in commercial neighborhoods. But that leads to the next question, why are there no maximum or minimum distances from schools, from playgrounds, from houses? For example, uh, any of you know about stopping the gas station on the corner of Murphy and Broster House? That is a commercial zone lot. You could, this code allows a person to put a homeless shelter of tents on that commercial lot 
1,000 feet away from Jewel Elementary School. This code has no constraints on where shelters should be located. And that to me is a huge problem with it. Another problem is that when you look at management, management can be both on-site and off-site. This code is allowing off-site management when the shelter is open. Those to me are huge problems. And to say, well, trust us, it won't happen. That's not the way you write legislation. You have to look at the worst case scenario. And these are the things that are allowed under the present code. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was I wasn't sure what, which question. Well, and I, I should say, all of these things have been brought up to the city council. Yeah. My no, experience, and we've heard them. Uh, yeah, and I've only been here for like 2014. Yeah. We have, I'm uh, the chair of the Old Farm District Neighborhood Association. We have repeatedly uh, written proposed codes, proposed changes, and in five years, all I've ever received is, thank you for your comment. <laughs> the city writes code. Citizens are never invited to help write the code. The code is presented to us as a done deal. And then we're asked to comment. It's not a done deal. It's that, not that's, a done deal. And that's, and that's what's happening we here. We had public comment so. for six months at our sounding board to house our neighbors' yeah. meetings. Anyway. Um, I, and, and I understand that that a lot of people, I mean, I don't expect all of you to be like sitting on the city website and, and, and understanding that, you know, like the VISTA is going on because, you know, I, I get that, right? Um, but you put a survey out and the majority of the survey didn't want this to happen. 3,000 comments, 90% against. I'm actually reading these comments. And we read them too. They're written by smart people who have good points these points are not being answered. Yeah. That's true. More will come. That's right. More will come. Well, if we're, I mean, if we're, we're opening to that point. the door. That's where the 1500, that's why the numbers grow. Do you have some response to that? I mean, I don't really know what to respond to, but, but I mean, I'm just going to say that, again, the process is not over. I have changes that I would that I would like to see based on the feedback that I've gotten because I do read emails. Um, and, and I know that other counselors read their emails as well. Um, whether we can respond to them is a, is a, is another issue. It's, it's, um, we get a lot of emails, a lot of emails. And that's not, not to say that, that they're not all worthy of a response, um, but um, we are taking them in. We get a council summary of all of our emails every, every before every meeting as well. Um, I believe there will be changes made made to to this process. The process, again, is not over. That's, that's, that's all I have. How many signatures does it take to get Ninth Street off the table? That's How much do you need from the people? Could you define though just quickly or briefly I, what what changes you are wanting can, to can make? I just, to can I just can I just I have to say that not to because I don't want to be rude. I have to leave. I have three kids at home right now, um, and I have to leave in like seven minutes. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thanks for coming here. Yeah. Okay, so I have a couple of questions basically yep. you said it doesn't matter what kind of beds we're providing as long as there are beds available in order for us to be able to clean up our streets yes why are we creating low barrier beds then because in neighborhoods and next to schools well why can't we make those high barrier and then use that? because then the people most many of the people on the street would not be able to be in those beds oh exactly and we're able to protect our kids but I, wouldn't you rather have people off the, the street? I would rather have in my neighborhood under and I think that the safety of the children should come before anything else. And I feel yep. like oh. we've been 
I think our safety and our concerns have been put on the back burner in preference for the homeless community's safety and, and their need for shelter, which we all understand they need shelter. We're all understanding of that. What we're saying is do it in a way that least impacts the people that are already in those communities and enforce the laws so that we feel like we're safe in our homes and our kids can walk to and from school and be safe. So yeah. where, where I just, and I don't mean this in any aggressive way at all. I'm just curious, like, where would you like these shelters to be? At the fairgrounds. The fairgrounds? I know the county. I would love it if the county, I would adore it if the county would provide us with shelter space. I, I would adore it. Believe me, we would jump at the opportunity to have the county provide us with. Talk to Tony. They're both. They both I, have I, we've met with them. I met with them last Friday. We had a joint meeting. There have, I have seen. I have not seen any form of, of shelters that have come out of it. There's land out there. I mean, work great. on that. Every That's time great. I, we are not opposed meeting. to land being out there. We well, have never then, opposed any form of, let's of shelter space that have come out of it. the city next to our schools off the table and start pursuing that avenue where we've got a central location yes. where you can bring in the services that they need. But the, it's There's proven, money available for buses. Lisa, it's bus proven up. that you can't, if you if you have these large, I mean, and you all know this, I'm sure, if you look at any other community and you have an insanely large community of people living in one area, that is not a success, that is not a, that is not setting anyone up for success. The one place that always comes up is, is Community First Village in Austin. That is a massive property. They have expectations. The people pay rent. It's set up as a community. But where, in and of so where itself. would we put that here in, in the city of Bend? We don't have to do it in the city. Let's do it in the Great. county. Okay. I'm and let's find Sounds a good. large piece of property. Let's create Sounds that good. instead of putting our families and our homes and our children at risk by placing low barrier people right next to our schools. That's all that we're asking. Look out for us. residents are very well represented. I know no one wants the, sh the shelters on 9th Street, but I don't want Hunnell Road. I agree, neither do and I. And I don't want Juniper Ridge. There's schools there. I've had people strung out on heroin on my street. There's no CCRs on my street. There's no HOA. Are you in, where do you live in Juniper Ridge? I live off of- Hunnell. You're on Hunnell, right? I'm, yeah, I'm, close a, to I'm very, I'm like a quarter mile, yeah. half a mile from Hunnell. I, I look at this every day yeah. that I leave no, my house. I agree. It's, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. I used to like to walk my dogs. Nope, not anymore. Yeah. Um, my, my house is all I have. I'm yeah. a senior citizen. I live on Social Security. I can't afford for my taxes to go up. I can't afford for my property values to go down. I can't, and this is, and I'm afraid that with all these little villages that are going to cost five hundred thousand dollars a year to run, low impact, no incentive to change their behavior, no incentive, and then they're all going to still stay at Hunnell Road as well. It's welcome to Bend. It's horrible, and as far as um, survival crimes, I've never heard that phrase before. 
does that mean that they can walk into the grocery store and steal what they want because they're hungry? And yes. that's basically what this has come down to. Yeah. I moved California. away from Portland to not have to have that. And four years later, here we are because we're enabling this behavior. Yes. Good word, I want to give you a chance to respond, and I also really want to thank you for yeah. Yeah, thanks, uh, We did a bit of a count, 81, 82 people wow, here today. Um, I, I will say, you know, we are, a lot of us are on next door and on social media and having those conversations, and while we may all uh, we may disagree on approach. The one thing that is really clear with every single person here and all of those people out there is that we care about our community. We want to support good policy. We are not opposed to helping people that want help and that really need that hand up. We also don't want to be a community that enables um, ongoing chronic bad behavior. Megan, thank you for being here. Do you have any closing remarks? Um, you know, again, I think that we, I would, I would hope that we could all really, really think about the things that we do agree on in this, in this, in this conversation. Um, and, and again, I think we all agree here that we don't want Ben to turn into Portland. Uh, we don't, we don't want people living on our streets. Um, for, for various reasons, you know, whether for their for their health and safety, um, or for the local the businesses around them or the neighborhoods around them, um, and that I you know hope to do a better job about communicating what you know our goals are as a city, and that I am I'm here because I I want to listen to to what you're saying and want to really take in what you're saying, and want to help have that help me. Um, as I said on city council, you know, it's really, it's been a really weird situation becoming a city councilor during a pandemic. You know, I'm a, I'm a box on the screen um, during Zoom meetings. I don't get to do things like this. I didn't really get to campaign, um, you know, out in public, knock on doors, all that kind of thing. And so, um, you know, as we hopefully sort of move towards a process of, of being around each other again and having more, you know, forums like this and things like this, I, I hope we can do this again. Well, I'm actually just a visitor. I just stumbled into this. But wow, aren't you fortunate? Yeah. It's an eye-opener, yeah. isn't I, it? Uh, I'm a firm believer in sort of direct, you know, participation, you know, and I think this is beautiful what y'all are doing. Um, I'm from the Midwest. So oh, no like, kidding. It's good. Uh, Indiana. Oh, nice. So I'm, <clears throat> I'm, you know, I'm glad to see that, you know, there's... But I don't think it's working. There's common sense here, even if it takes a while for it to come.
about, you know? I just feel like it, it was just like dodge and weave. It's, it, yeah, there's a lot of blaming. It's not my job. That's not my department. They should all be working together. Yeah, because this, why come up with a proposal if you don't know, you don't know how the other agencies will react? So. The other woman that had the code. Oh, yeah. She's going to talk to the reporters. Good. She was fantastic. She was like... She was great. I think there's a there's a shift. I, obviously, I don't know, but like I'm not from here. I wouldn't have expected. No one wants this. Yeah, apparently not. You know, people are getting fed up, right? I mean, the hotels that they bought, super expensive, five million dollars. What happens when they're full? You know, that should be it. That's already in a commercial kind of an area. There's jobs available in the surrounding areas. It's walkable. There's bus systems. That should be it. To put a half million dollar a year shelter in a that's serving like 12 to 24 people is where's the money going to come from? It just doesn't make sense. Mm -mm. And you know the problem doesn't go away if you keep. If you keep. Yeah, you fill that up. Those 35 people, and they are saying 1,500. Six months ago, they were saying a thousand. And so. I don't know. Anyways, well, it's very nice it's to meet you. Nice to meet yep, you. Yep. I hope you, uh, hope you have a Are nice day. Are you just day. visiting? I am. I'm uh, traveling through and recording a podcast. So oh, how this interesting. Is, this is a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, have a nice day. <laughs> you too. You too. What's going on, man? I uh, get the feeling we get along. <laughs> All right. I, you know, I just I stumbled into this. I'm not from here, but it's it's pretty wild to see what's going on. Yeah, it's. Um, I've been here for six years, yeah. and I'm gonna tell you, I don't know where they're coming from, but they're just there. Yeah. And they're Hi flood, they're, they're flood, uh, What was your name? I'm sorry. Mike. 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 Frank. Frank. I am. I am fascinated. I'm not from here, so I'm not emotionally invested with what's going on in your community. But I see it happening in a lot of communities. And um, I would have figured that there would have been more, I don't know, just being Oregon, West Coast. Like, I didn't expect to hear voices like y'all. And I'm grateful that I did because it gives me a little bit of hope. More of them than I would have expected. Liberal supremacists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what's going on. Liberal supremacists. And what they do is they're really sneaky how they do stuff. Like, well, they, they don't want to get together. They don't want anybody in City Hall to voice their opinion. They're just kind of... Well, did you hear at the small. end when she said, oh, we need to find the parts of the program we like. Look for the silver lining. But, but we're still moving forward. We're still moving forward. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you catch that? Yeah, I did. I did. It didn't sound like there's any debate in her mind yes, what the strategy no debate, should be. debate in her mind. There's yeah. no debate. This train's moving, and you need to find the silver lining. Let's go tell okay, the cameras that. Look at their, let's go tell the cameras. You know that that woman, God bless her, right? She's clearly intelligent. She did her homework. That the lawyer, right? The retired lawyer, that the lady that's um, right there. She spoke. Uh, yeah. The cop. The cop was really good too. The cop was. He was like. He he knew the he knew the system. He knew Liberal everything. Liberal supremacy. Keep that train going. I think. Um, I think I missed the cop, but what did he say? Oh, he just says that he's, he worked as a cop for, I think, close to 10 years or whatever, but he said he knows all the um, uh, the different land zonings for different deals, and he says, but you guys have enabled it where 
the people aren't, and he said, I've got some CL, something that protects neighbors that can voice opinion if they want to stop something that's going to affect them. You guys have made it where you guys can just go and move on ahead, whether we like it or not. You know what I'm saying? How long have you been, have you seen Ben? Is this your first? I got in last night. Oh my God, yeah. where'd, where'd you, you come, come from? from? Indiana. Wow. I'm Sherry. Sherry, uh, Catherine, my wife. Catherine, and nice to meet you. Mike. Mike. You know, I just think it yeah, really so just comes down to, uh, you know, they want to help them out, that's fine, I get it now, but, you know what, don't stick at my neighborhood. Yeah, it's pretty simple in, that, in that regard, you know. Just don't put it in our neighborhood. Find, that's what I was trying to say, it's like, why guys, you guys can't make a campground east of town for them? Bust them into town if they want to. Apparently they can, and some people know the law. Sure. Oh, yeah. oh, may I ask, what, it's ridiculous. Did you, don't you live, She's by Hanel. Okay. I'm by Hanel. I work with. His property is right behind the hotel, and he can see the back lot of, I think, the Ford, or Volvo dealership. But anyways, he can see the lights from the Hanel right there. Yeah, every time he gets something in his house, it's gone. Well, here's your he's, he's on 8 acres, I, and they, they just take I all of his stuff exactly every time he gets here because we're getting to your tires tomorrow morning they'll steal your battery tonight oh my god yeah well they had a guy arrested he had broke into la schwab a few nights ago and was like pulled up there they had to get him out with uh, the police dogs they're, they're committing enough crimes there and last week there was a huge right? drug bust they had a quarter pound of meth which well, I guess is coming a lot. Over the borders now. We they had fentanyl. They, he had guns. He had cash. He had heroin. And he was arrested a few in? blocks from my house in Lowe's parking lot. And then oh, I heard about that. That was just a few, like maybe six or seven days ago. What a year and a half ago, my neighborhood was evacuated because an RV set it on fire. I had just left. I was an hour out of town, stuck in traffic. I had left my greyhounds with the dog sitter. All my greyhounds had to be evacuated by strangers. Mm. I couldn't even get back. It, it's just like, it, there was just a big fire up with China half. I mean, it's like, how have you been? Have, have, okay, we live off of, China, well, actually, China Hat, but we're Ponderosa, where those big apartments are being built off 97. Okay. Going towards um, DRW. Have you seen those? I haven't. Well, anyways, well, have you been down China Hat Road now? No. Oh my gosh, I used to go out there and there was like nobody out there. Yeah, now. Now it's just flooded. I, I mean, they have dumpsters out there. For yeah. Them now. And the city pays they, for them to yeah. pick up the trash. They're not even responsible. They don't even have to like trash. put it in the dumpster. Hide them with garbage bags that they won't even fill. And then the they guys, get Meals on Wheels every day. They get a dental van every week. They get a medical van every week. And who's paying for that? And they're saying, oh, yeah, you know, we need to respect babe, them and they have that. rights. And I'm like, I can't. Like, I pay the nose for my medical insurance. I can't even, you know, afford dental work done half the time. It's just. Well, that's what I, the point I said, so, well, maybe I'll just stop paying property taxes, because they want to put, when, you know where Les Schwab is on the end of town? 
Um, yeah, they want to put one over there. No, I know. That's where I live. Okay. No, no, no. This is oh, on, on where third. Albertsons on the south side. Oh, okay. Okay, in the back there. They want to. Yeah, they want to put one there. They want to put one. They want to. And you know what they did? And they they had to. One by me, they already had to clean that out. They said that it was a giant homeless camp because they were coming down my neighborhood. They're pulling this shit. Yeah. They're erratic. They're talking to them. Ah, and they're yelling. Right. Walking. It's like. I'm out there in my front lawn going, wow, right, you know, and they're coming by because there was a homeless camp back there. Well, they finally went back there and cleaned it up, and they said they said it was like three feet high of trash back there, and there was a fire back there. Needles. Needles, all kinds of shit. And it's like, there was a girl in the bathroom here blowing some dude saying that she needed money for her fix. Course. I know. I had some friends visit. First time then we come to Drake you know? Needles. Yeah. I know. I mean, have you seen fine. Arnold Road? Just be responsible. Yes. Oh, Take it's, care of yourself. Take like, yourself. They have all the stolen I don't know. I, you know, I just, I, I don't believe oh, any of this is like, the business. I go, I, I work, I work like all week. And then so I used property. to just go golf with my friends. No, we raised But you know what? I woke up the next day. Back to work. Back to work. I mean, that was to get my... Working yaya's out. They now that I'm getting older, I'm trying to big puss. It's like I drink a beer and go, Midnight. fuck yeah. <laughs> and told me they were Before I go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For a radio yeah, on my desk. But even uh, my, my point being is, no. I've always it's really about that. took care of my power trip. It's myself and my family. I never asked. I didn't run down to City Hall. I need help. I don't feel like working, so I'm just going to. In my mind, it's like everybody that cares about the homeless should donate to charities that directly help the homeless. But it's not the business of the government. It just isn't. Well, it just isn't. They're, they're, they're not supposed to be in our lives the way they are right now. There's too much government in our life right now. Amen, brother. Amen. The decriminalization of drugs and how they wrote that up in the ballot book. They did, they, that was a bunch of garbage. They don't have the support to enforce what they said they were going to do. I just have to My solution for homeless people, you know, when I was up in Portland, the DA's office, they closed the mental hospitals. You cannot make people with mental problems get treatment. So I guess some guy could go off his lithium, you know, he had a schizophrenic, steal some truck going down 82nd at 80 miles an hour. I would arrest him, I would prosecute him. Yeah. I'd convict him for stealing a truck. And the, put him on probation. I don't want to send him to the penitentiary. Put him on probation. As a condition of probation, he has to report to mental health once a week. Yeah, well, that's so, the only way. So, so here's the thing, you know, once upon a time we had mental health hospitals, right? A little so hard to check that. Oh, once upon a time we had mental health yeah. hospitals. Yeah. And we don't do that anymore. We save money. Oh, yeah, we save money, hospitals. but look how it's directed okay yeah so we're still spending money that's right so then that means we need to remember that there are better solutions for you know on how to deal with mental illness there homeless and all that and and this low barrier in residences is not the answer but you know and it's it, it, it isn't because of several reasons and we got cities who are good examples who have tried it yes. right we is going on right now and it's myself. not working, the enforcement's not there. Yeah. It's hard to enforce. And so let's get real and say, what's the win-win on this? Yes. You know, get people help? Yes. yes. Keep people safe in the neighborhoods? Yes. So there is land 
that can be used to build facilities for those who want the help who are transitioning. That's right. And I sell real estate. I know there's land. I know there's, you know, we don't need to change the code so that they can put these low-barrier shelters in our yeah, neighborhoods. You talk about conditional use. Yeah. Were you above a conditional use process? Anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah. There, was, there was a conditional use process. You, you want to put something where it's not allowed by code. You just have to meet criteria. You know, is it suitable for the location? Yeah. And, and you can get a conditional use permit. Yeah. Why have they dropped conditional use permits? Well, yeah, and so uh, what we're seeing, the trend, right, throughout the country, actually, and I, I want to bring that up because it's not just been, there's, you know, laws are changed to suit whatever is on the, the you know, discussion table. We have to be very careful of that because a lot of times you can't go back. And they say, they say oh, well, if it doesn't work out, go change it. Yeah. So another thing, too, that I brought up with uh, the sales tax, the, two, the 3% sales tax they want to get started, and the reasoning behind that um, is so false because we have almost a $2 billion, um, uh, gosh, I'm losing my train of thought, surplus. We, we have that. They moved it to the general fund. So my background's accounting. I can picture financial statements and all that kind of stuff. So we're, it won't show up as a surplus. We'll see it in a general fund. So that happened. So with the sales tax they're proposing, have the sales tax that's going to pay for the state to give uh, money cards to people who are homeless, $750 a month. And supposedly they're going to be, uh, they have to report on how they're going to use that money. Oh, please. Come on. Come on. So, and they made it, um, K KATU put out a news story about it. Didn't say when they're having the hearing on it, which is Tuesday. This Tuesday. And say, this is how quick this is going. Uh, that's the public hearing. But they made it sound so sweet. They didn't say anything about the surplus. They didn't say, um, you know, a lot of other things. We have to be super diligent, be careful on what they want to do and say, oh my gosh, does that sound right? Because they're not being honest at all. And we know, we can already see that that alone is going to be uh, a poor decision it's not you know but they want to get it started because when once they get a sales tax in place they will just continue to increase it and that's what they did in California so that's why you see on next door people saying you know if you don't like it go back to California and everybody's like oh my god that's so mean but there is a people who are used to having the sales tax and income tax. Washington just has sales tax. I used to live in, in Washington, in Vancouver. Here, it's just, it's income tax. I worked in Portland. I paid income tax in Oregon. I paid sales tax in Washington. I, I understand. So when people come from an area that has both and they think, oh, well, that's no big deal because that's what I had back in the state. Well, do you remember why you left that state? It got expensive, didn't it? It got expensive. Mm -hmm. So that's, we need to really... Uh, try not to be pushed around on this. It's really, it's really sad. But anyway, yeah, so. I, I, I loved your comment. I loved your comment oh. too. You yeah, are well, same here. Same here. Well, but yes. the fact that you're coming at it from a legal perspective of what they can and can't do with yeah, the I, code. Is, I, I gave like, her a copy of my draft notes. <laughs> oh, I was like, so <laughs> I didn't even want to talk after you because I'm like, I'm just yeah. emotional, and because yeah. I'm just. I'm so tired, thank God, because if I wasn't, I would be way too emotional. But you know what's, Hopefully what's I can, No, no, you came across as like very concerned, very fed up. Like, and, okay. and no, I mean, yeah. I think everybody said some yeah. really... But you, had, you know how to go to the online permit center and pull up, you know, type in the, uh, the uh, 
code number and pull up the text. They, they have a survey and they published all 3,000 comments that people have made. And that gets educational because there are people who say, I have to go to shelter like this. And our requirement was that we had to go into a program so that we could, sometimes you don't want to, we could make you change so that you can get out of this condition. Yeah. And, and there are also people who say, I've been in cities where they did not have that requirement and they've been ruined. You look at the fourth Because why shouldn't you have to if you want to take help? Just like if you, you know, if you want to take money from someone, you have to accept their, advi their advice as well. It's, you know? She said there's a, what, uh, on Facebook, Pay It Forward, and they're all talk talking on there, and they're saying, come to Ben, and we'll help you get, you know, supplies. Well, Ben is the most well, that, that's what the, what the people, the comment people say, is that they say, this is an open door to invite more people here. Yes. There are no consequences. Yeah, I think they're doing it for our city. Oh yeah, it's not all about. Did just somebody a say that oh, today? Oh, one thing that I didn't. That, I, tried I wanted to say that I didn't. I tried to say that. I felt like it didn't get um, reflected in today was the fact that the service providers are the ones that are fueling the surveys. They're making all the money. They're on oh, the committee. Yeah. Oh, the vast right. majority of them. So they're making the money. Their jobs, you know, and their livelihoods, their future depends mm -hmm. on us having these communities in each one of our neighborhoods. Yeah. How is that not conflict of interest? Conflict of interest. Yeah, Thank it's, you. It's, it's, there's so much. Well, I wish you would have said that. I would well, have talked to her. I might say that. But to her. Yeah, yeah, I, I love yeah. that story. Do, do, do you go? Yeah, do you see please do. Lost yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they have some really good comments, as long as they're not emotional. What is it? Yeah. What story? Where do you look up for the? Oh, you just sign up for an account. Oh, I mean, on the code. You were saying it was on the code. The, the online permit center. Online permit. Yeah, Ben Online Permit Center, and there there will be a, uh, a, a, a PD a PD 2021. Um, you know what? Give me your phone number. Sure. And, and uh, just write it down, and I will text you. Thank you. Yeah, I will text you with um. Uh, yeah, just write down your phone number. And the back email, this? Yeah, Is that fine? I want to give you. By the way, back door. What's the next door? They'll yeah, kick you off if, if they door. if they don't if they, if they don't, don't like, like what you have to no, say. No, I already got yeah, I got I got axed off because I said um, I'm against building low income housing, stuffing them in people's neighborhoods. Uh huh. Yeah. What's your name? Frank. <laughs> you're Frank. You said the same thing, but you use stuffing. Don't use that word next time. Yeah. So you're yeah. you're Frank. So I'm Frank. I'm Lisa McCarthy. Yeah. Oh, she wanted to. Are you? Yeah. They get they. They totally said, um, I can read them, but I can no longer comment because it was against their policy. I'm on my fourth account. And, and then, because, because they were calling, first they were calling, they were calling me a NIMBY. And I go, not, yeah, I don't want to force five-story apartment yeah, building so in my backyard. All that name calling, I, okay, I'm a monitor also. Okay, so one of the monitors asked me to do it. And I think because we have similar views and to balance it out. And so, yeah, anytime there's name calling. I, oh well, the, I'm the, not it okay. Only, that. okay. Yeah. So that started. That started because, because I'm on my third or fourth account. Who are you? Hold it, hold it. Do you know why? Okay. No, I want. It's okay. It's okay. On the website, on the door. Yeah. I'm Natasha. Natasha. Um, Which one? There's two. Well, I'm oh, Asian. God. Okay. I'm Asian. You're, you're, okay. You have to have it like a no. CEO yes. account or a, yes. what do you call it? Yes. Oh, I don't. See, I don't. I'm Natasha Wu. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, we've had okay. conversations. 
It's okay. about me? No, about whatever we're talking about. We're about we're I talking get about. all my comments removed. Okay. Well, because they're conservative comments. That was before. Well, that was before I was a monitor. Really? So there's hope now? You're saying that there might be some hope. Although, did you see the one about the sales tax that Rich Hurdle posted? Yeah. For three I, I, Rich, I haven't I been on him. for about a month or two because Brad I was just so over it. The Brad Witt? Are you talking about that one? Rich Hurdle. He, he, did a, he did his original post that talked about, hey, Oregon's trying to add a, a 3% sales 3% tax. 3% sales tax. And he made it really brief, and he just said, you know, if you like it, go move to California kind of thing. And so he used to live in California for like 35 years, and he's been in, he's older, he's like in his 70s. And so he went through all that, and he doesn't like what's happening here because that's why he left California. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. And so I asked him, actually, because I know him really well. He taught my daughter guitar lessons years ago. And I called him, and I said, hey, Rich. And I actually sold one of their, <laughs> their homes for them when they were moving. Um, I said, hey, Rich, you know, I just want to let you know I'm a monitor on, eight, on the next door, and I really want your comment to stay. I said, can you actually go in and kind of add a little more comment to that so you don't get people to report you as being uncivil? And, and I said, That's well, nuance. And I said, it's really important to do that because I said, I really like what you started and I actually added to it I added an article that lines out what the state's doing in regards to that sales So tax. what's your name on there? I'll look for you. Lisa McCarthy. Lisa McCarthy. Well, look, I got kicked off because some woman called me white privileged. Oh yeah. Yeah, well oh, she I like and I went and I, that's when white, white privilege started and I go Yeah. white privilege. Yeah. <laughs> I go, gonna, well, number one I'm only half white. And yeah. two, How can I become and two, a monitor? And my parents part. worked ass off uh, my whole life. I know when I see they say, Oh, you're so entitled because you have oh. a house and I'm just like, I am holding on by the skin of my teeth it. here. You poor thing. And you worked your whole life to my get entire there, right? life. If I didn't you have worked enough, you know, I got a life coming. Yeah. I was really nice just to see the community together. Yeah. Are you a reporter? I'm a podcaster. I was wondering what that was. This was just too fascinating not to capture. What's your podcast? Can we listen to it? Yeah, Easy it's called Peasy. Easy Peasy. And yeah. is it Ben, Lo- ben Central? Or? Nope, I'm actually based out of Indianapolis. And you're visiting and you're touring through? Yep. yep. Well, thanks so, for yeah, stopping. What did you think of the meeting? I, any, th- any thoughts to share? I yeah, thought it was beautiful. I thought the fact that not everybody out here thinks the way we're told y'all think. Uh, you know, on the <laughs> West Coast, it's like there's some folks that actually have some goddamn common sense around here. You know, I hate to be profane, but that's how Somebody I feel. Somebody you know? mentioned the other day, and it's like my favorite lie, and I've heard in this entire argument so far, is that our city council is leading, and compassion has overrun their common sense. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, also, buying your kid the candy bar in the checkout line every time. It's no. harder to say no, <laughs> yes. right? but it's in the better. long run, it's, it's better. better. But I don't understand why we can't be compassionate, but also eyes wide open. And that's why I that mean, and on next door there was that one person who mentioned all the different ways of being homeless and houseless or whatever. And um, you know, I really think that that is important to find out why somebody finds themselves in that situation. Because there's people who will these temporary shelters will help, and then there's people who these temporary shelters will not help because their problems are not being houseless. Their problem goes beyond that. Their right. problem is either mental illness or a drug abuse problem or a crime or having all their in- in- income come from crim- crime. That's why I called her out on the county stuff because I know the county's been, both county commissioners have been saying, let's find some county land that's not surrounded by homes, it's not surrounded by schools, and let's do something there. 
Well, I and wish so we Patty's, had some investigative reporting to find out what the what the truth is because I think there's something else going on. And I think said she there's wants some to run of, for mayor. I think there's some sort of development. When she mentioned oh, that she was sort of elected during COVID and she hadn't and been able to go out and do it. Oh, yeah, she's campaigning for the next election. There did, you notice, did you notice how they're talking about code? You know, code changes and then, like, code changes. But it's according never, to code, they can't change anything. But they, they change codes and it doesn't benefit any of us. No, no. It benefits their agenda. Did you watch the last whether, planning commission meeting? I did. Okay, well, there was, so the last one, when they were talking about all these code changes, we did have one commissioner that was saying, let's try this. Let's do a couple of sites before we go through. pilot project. Let's do pilots. Let's, there's no reason to change these huge sweeping changes to code. You can't turn it back once. Instead of changing the whole code, let's approve a couple of pilot projects and see how it goes. And... Everybody was like, oh, let's just change it. Let's just pass it and... God. You know what she and does? And it doesn't, if it doesn't work, we'll it's change money. it down the road. They're getting funding. She's talking there about is it right an now. alternative it's about reason funding. for... She showed up here today. Yes. And I don't know what it is. Oh, no, no. Right. I want to give her... You know what? I want to appreciate it. Let's not do that. She I do appreciate time, it. She took time out. And no. there's a lot of community outrage at not being heard and not having people listen to us and she's taking i want to give credit where credit is due uh, no i'm not and she also that. shared very very truthfully the limitations that city council because i do believe no, that the community, some of them i do believe the community thinks that the city council has jurisdiction to do more than they, they have do. a lot more jurisdiction than, than she wants to claim yeah she's they lying. are moving she's things along rapidly she's lying, <laughs> she's lying about she a is. lot they, of stuff they're sneaky, okay? They sneak things in in the middle of the night, okay? <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Because that apartment complex they put in behind behind our house, they snuck that eight acres in in the middle of their little footprint expansion. It wasn't even part of it. Right. Okay? And then they changed the zoning over there and said, we're going to put lowing, and then well, we were Well, didn't they work in, like, a pay raise? No, no like they didn't. during one of no. the ones? They, and then, <laughs> COVID, <laughs> and then, look, check this out. COVID happens, right? Well, we can't have you guys down here at City Hall. Okay, so we're going to do this, and you can just watch it online. And you should have heard all these numbskulls. Yeah, it's just going to be beautiful apartments. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be great for the community, and it's like... Not one negative thing. So and the only way everybody says I. Is, is, um, um, you know where Lodgepole is? You know where Brookswood and Lodgepole? I do. I'm, I'm on the neighborhood association. I am one of the neighborhood associations. So the 250 they're building right yeah, now. The right. The, the only exit out is going down Ponderosa yeah, that, that turns into right. Lodgepole. Uh-huh. And then they're going. There's, what if there's a fire? There's not even enough parking. They we made enough. Well, are we supposed That's to all awful. go? Yeah, how is that code? Yeah, you know, we. Are, I'm telling you, we fought it to the death, and oh we're still God. lost. And it, you know what? And, and then, oh still no, lost. and we, we went to different meetings. We went to different meetings, yes, and Stillwater, who was building them, said the all he kept yeah. telling us it is how beautiful this is going to look. And they said, so they saw down all the. You couldn't even see the pine tree. You couldn't even see the houses because they're pine trees. Oh, If you went by the highway, you couldn't even see houses. They mowed it all down. It looks like five hotel buildings, four stories high, and they're lit up every day now because there's still in the middle of buildings. 
which I come out in the morning, it's 5.30 in the morning, you go to work, and it's like, it used to be black, and it's like, it looks like a hotel room over there. It's like, that's gross. It's not what I moved here. It's like, they just, they're full of shit. Whatever they're going to do, they're going to do it. If there's a patch of dirt, they're going to build on it, whether you like it or not. They don't want to hear your voice. And that's what that police officer said. He says, you guys have made it where the, the residents can't protect themselves by these certain, um, I forgot, he had a whole, he kept saying a whole bunch of different ones. Because now they can't even voice their opinions. You're just basically doing it anyway. So it's well, you know government government was supposed to be at the service of the people, but it's become well, it's, it's at the service of itself in almost all ways. You know, I, I think anything that perpetuates and grows their power is what they're going to tend to do. It's you know? we the government, not unless we the people stop it. Unless people stop it, which is why I'm actually encouraged by what I see here. You know, because y'all are actually participating. So. Well, it's just, uh... I don't want to get it. Well, I do appreciate all your all right, words. Mike. I appreciate your words. Talk to you again, brother. Yes, sir. Take care. Yep. One word. E A S Y P E A S Y. Yeah. Flashing. You're right. I know it's recording. No, it wasn't. Oh. Did you miss all this? In fact, I fucked up. I do that every time. Well, we did tell we did tell him not to talk. Yeah, to record. I, was, I fucked up. I was just really stoked on the machine. It's a good machine. It's nerd. It is. Homeless decapitation story. Homeless decapitation. Not exactly in the vein of easy peasy anyways, necessarily, but it's interesting yep. to note. I'm not just... So you know, So what do you talk about? I talk about all well, anything. I, I should say it is in the vein, but I'm not, like, super heartbroken that we're not getting the whole story necessarily, but, like, the homeless... Oh. <laughs> as an intro, the decapitation of a homeless person by nefarious means or by... By train. By train. That's by train. metal as fuck train it lays down on the tracks but we're not on the tracks but the dude decapitated decapitated by yeah a train. but there's a lot of empty yes. blanks that you're not going to know so are you kind of like i, I want to know the whole story or kind of like gradually well, what i'm interested in okay so the homeless issue is hot right now in this <laughs> town specifically i would almost say i've gathered this like maybe ben has it worse than anywhere right now like, no what? no Portland, no. seattle well, Portland, Portland's terrible okay Portland but that don't, i guess in terms of like small towns where you wouldn't necessarily expect it. This is like a, a you, unique um, situation. You wouldn't come to Bend and suspect you're going to be seeing homeless camps at every roundabout, at, not roundabout, but every on and off ramp in town, What's which those, that did happen during this last summer. Yeah. It's a beautiful town. It's a nice place. With in nice the summer. Yeah. And it got cold oh. and they kicked them out. Mm-hmm. I, 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 so they don't I, die. I had to throw this in before we keep talking because I know we'll just keep going on a tell ride, but okay. uh, there's a there's a homeless camp. If you hang out there, Ooh. you would get a lot of good podcasts. Lozo. You could probably get a hundred. I'm tempted to try to interview some homeless. Makes so, me nervous. Lowe's bro. Just, well, Jerry, you. Jerry, I would if I was home, but I, I can't. I, I didn't bring it with me. Indiana. Uh, okay. Oh, well, okay. Well, let me finish. So wait. there's. So over yeah. off of. Uh, so you type in low. Lowe's, uh, the location of Lowe, the Lowe's store here in town. Okay, I actually, yeah. Have I've you heard, heard about, about that? I've heard about this. That's why okay, I so it. all you gotta do is walk down the street. You might be in danger. I don't know. There's been a lot of shootings there. Um, but uh, if you walk down the street, it's just a, it's, it's not like, 
It's not like Seattle, it's not like Bend, but there is a full-on street of nothing but RVs and homeless people setting up camp and tents. There's a homeless shelter that Ben's trying to push. But one thing that, if you walk down that street and just start talking to people, man, you're going to get some crazy-ass stories. Get an earful, yeah. And there's another spot, if you want to dive more into the homeless thing, is go through China Hat. China Hat is dangerous. I'm not going to yes. lie. It's not. You, people don't fuck around they over there. They can all check out Lowe's maybe if that's the better. Way. Yeah, but it's China not. China Hat's where I go to shoot my guns. Yeah. So. China Hat but. is where okay. people As you go through China sec- Hat, yeah, yeah. Like the forested area, yeah. There's sex trafficking. That, everything goes on in China right. Hat. It has gotten this. so bad over there that my I buddy. I Coyote View and shoot guns. And you, <laughs> see, you see all the shit and you always see a sheriff out there talking to somebody, but. I took. Once I you took, get through there, you're fine. At I, took, I took her out to shoot on at, at the Cinder Butte for Valentine's Day. Adorable. Yeah. Adorable. That was our Valentine's Day last year. Yes. Well, we. <laughs> you shot before. We. Oh yeah. 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 But we did other things that day that were a little bit more romantic. Right? Out to dinner and stuff. <laughs> I right. thought shooting guns was romantic as fuck. So. <laughs> In today's day and age. You know? But we are there for, like, well, the whole entire time I was there, I'm like, this is, like, well, we're, we weren't there for very long. Eh, an hour. About an hour, but the whole time I'm like, we sh- Another selfie. Here, buddy. Uh, oh, it's video. It's <laughs> video. <laughs> Yeah. Good times. Long <laughs> story short, um, there was there's so much homeless people peppered all through that area, and there's a just look. Little Jimmy got in that car wreck because that one guy hit his brakes in front of him. He was homeless. Um, your friend got Jimmy. shot. Well, your other friend got shot. Oh yeah, yeah. My friend got blasted by a 12 gauge shotgun seven meters away. <laughs> Seriously? Is Twice. He okay? He's, oh, he's are... not doing too well. But, but he's alive. He's I mean. alive. He's alive. But he's, like, he uses his arms to protect himself. Well, that wasn't in China Hat. That was in Primeville. But like random. the homeless. But this is like the homeless situation here. So like, long story short, one of my friends uh, that I worked with, like. I, I won't get into the details, but a friend I know from work, he went over to Primeville. He, well, he bought a house in Wyoming. And, I mean, you could re- record. I don't yeah, it is. Whatever. Record, okay, yeah. so. Been for five he went, 10 seconds, turn it up. This guy, this guy's a window washing guy. And so he's just an old timer. He goes to a really expensive house, window washes it, and then moves on to the next one. And, anyways, I've known him for five years. Really. Like, kind of like your avid hunter type. Very all like I shouldn't call it all right. He's a Trump supporter. Sure. And so he's like, hey, like, I'm sick of Oregon. I'm sick of every. I'm sick of how this place has turned so bullshit. Like I bought my house here in the 80s or 90s, and he's just like, it was great. I loved it, and now everything's changed over the last 15 years. I'm sick of it. I'm buying a house in Wyoming, and so he bought a house in Wyoming and moved. And we're like, "Hey, man, great! Like, wish you all the best." And he, uh, anyways, we're all having like me and my bosses. I used to do landscape construction. It's kind of what I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so we just we're working on a house. There's a patio out. So, they 
But anyways, he had, like, there was a patio in the back that was freshly made, so we'd have lunch out there. Me and my bosses, we'd BS at lunchtime. Anyways, so, uh, oh, what was his name? I can't remember his name, but I'll just call him James. So James just walks in. And we're like, James, I thought you were out in Wyoming. And he's just standing there. He looks all normal or whatever. And he's like, have you heard about me? And I was like, no. What are you talking about? And he's like, well... I went to Wyoming. I don't have state residency in Wyoming, so I can't hunt there. So I still have residency in Oregon. I moved, or, well, I went back to Oregon for the last couple, for the last month to hunt. Okay. He's an avid hunter, and so his friend, his friend is old, and his friend was like, taught him everything about hunting, and was like, hey, this is my last season. And so my buddy James is like, oh man, I really want to be there for you on your last season. Yeah. So I'll, I'll come back from Wyoming, travel back home to Oregon, and do your last hunt. That'd be fun. And so they went up to Primeville, which is about 45 minutes from Bend, hung out there, and uh, his, buddy Jan- uh, his buddy that he was hunting with said that, uh, I'm going to be gone for a day or two. I got to do some errands, but you can set up camp and keep it whatever so james was there holding camp down and uh by two o'clock a random guy pulls into their camp and primeville is like real pretty rural like it's open country a lot of oh, yeah. Sorry. No, it's pretty awesome. it's, hates people. <laughs> <laughs> all pets love adri oh, I'm, I'm just a puppy sitter i'm not what does that make you I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it makes you. <laughs> You're not a drug dog, are you? No <laughs> <laughs> hey. You guys ready it's, for Shad? I'm ready for Shad. Yeah. Mostly are you are you part of this crew? <laughs> I mean apparently obviously I'm just oh, taking yeah. it out. Well like, he he's part I of the crew, so stuff. you might as well join. <laughs> She. It's a she. she. Oh. Her name is so rude. I don't know where you have, but right. she is very interesting. I, I mean, weed. Weed. <laughs> well, her mom likes weed a lot. I don't know. I smoke weed every day. Every day. I, can't, <laughs> I can't go inside or drink. You want us to hold her? I mean, or, may I? I'd What's be her name? happy to put her out for the table if you guys are enjoying yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can table. probably steal one of those chairs if you want to. You mean this? That one. That one. one. <laughs> now, if you're joining us, you should know this conversation is being recorded. <laughs> yes. For um, oh, a podcast. Oh. Wait. As I, long as I can. Yeah, as a libertarian, I believe in consent. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You always have to ask. Her name is <laughs> yes. Enoki. Enoki. No, your name is Marion. My name's Marion, oh, but I she's Enoki. Right. Okay. Enoki. Nice to meet you guys. Oh my gosh, okay, okay. So, guy rolls into camp, So, guy guys. rolls into camp, brings out his dog. I'm telling the long story, I'd need to dumb it down, no, okay. but whatever. Anyways, so this guy rolls into his camp and, and takes out his dog, and my buddy James is like, What? Hey! Like, what are you doing? Like, this is my camp. And the guy's like, Well, I need to take out my dog. And James is like, There's two hundred million acres where you could take care of your dog. Do you have to take it out on my camp? And he's like, well, you know, I'm traveling, blah, blah, blah. And James is like, fine. 
yeah, like, that's fine. Like, do whatever you gotta do, but this is our camp. We're gonna, we're hunting. Yeah. Like, this is our camp. But, like, do what you gotta do, and, you know, you gotta move on. My partner's gonna be coming over tomorrow. So, anyways, the guy stayed there for two hours. No, he wouldn't leave. Wouldn't leave. No. And James is starting to, like, all the red flags are just screaming right now something's and he's wrong. not feeling comfortable feeling like something's wrong and then the guy grabs his dog and leaves leaves okay. and so James is like alright that's done don't have to worry about that anymore day goes on makes dinner gets in his tent falls asleep at 9 so 10 o'clock rolls around and he's casing the joint yeah. he hears a noise and he wakes up and he hears a car rolling in his, his camp. And he's like, well, it's not my buddy because he's not coming until tomorrow. Yeah. And then he zips up, headlights right in front of his eyes. Sees a silhouette of a guy and he hears, he's like, fuck, boom. Gets shot, 50 pellets in one arm. He's like, yeah! Starts screaming. It was the only night in his life where he didn't sleep with his nine mil under his pillow. Yeah, didn't have his nine mil, and just start. And he gets hit, and then he hears, bam, two hundred pellets in the other arm, shredded his arm. And that's when he just all he can do, all he can do at that point is just scream. He just starts screaming. He started screaming and said, I'm going to fucking kill you. That's all he kept saying. And the guy got back in his car and drove away. drove away. He drove away. And as he drove away, he saw it was the same exact fucking black Malibu that drove up at 2 o'clock earlier that day. And my buddy managed, I don't know how he did this, but he managed to get back in his car and drove back to Lapine and he had 911 just speed dialed, waiting called it, for, called it, called service, it. Like, service is terrible in Primeville. Wait, and this it, is China Hat? No. No, uh, this is Primeville. Primeville. This is like. He went from Primeville to Lapine? Uh, uh, so he, he did his hunt in like 10 miles out of Primeville. That's where he was doing his hunt. Yeah. And so. Nearest hospital is Pardon? I mean, nearest hospital is Primeville. The nearest hospital is Primeville. All he knew is I'm shot twice by a 12 gauge, sure. and I'm just He's trying to call somebody. I know there's a clinic in Prime. I, I don't, you know, I don't know exactly where the medical facilities are, but all he did was just call 911 when he was driving out of the camp, and he just had on speed dial, and he was driving, driving, driving. Eventually, he pulled over, I got service. Yeah, he eventually got service. He, They came out to him, picked him up, and then uh, we're all hearing his story, and all of our jaws are just dropped. And we're like, James, what the... Like, Why? How are you even... Like, when did this happen? He was like, two, two weeks ago. And we're like, how are you standing here? And he had long-sleeve shirt, you know, long-sleeve button-up shirts on, and then he started rolling them up, and it was nothing but wraps. Bandages. So we didn't see any of the detail, but then he showed us pictures, and I, I had to, I had to turn away because. <laughs> oh my word! Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Long story short, he's fine. I know me. 
everything like he he has to have a couple more surgeries to get his feelings back in his hands but long story short he's great positive note we have tequila you think that's that's <laughs> that's almost i mean you just you can't know for sure that was more of a drug problem because the guy the guy was the guy eventually got arrested and it turned out he they was he was just him? yeah fuck yeah 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 no the cops found him and it turned out he was just a drug dealer out in lapine dealing and I, his excuse was, uh, is that James was rude to him at camp. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, that does taste good. Oh, I just appreciate you guys. I, yeah. I enjoy my completely join your party. And <laughs> they let me join their party too, so we're we're the oh, hey, Are you serious? It started me and Caleb. Yeah, I'm friend. his girlfriend. Oh. I got to meet his new girlfriend. Are you serious? And then there's another guy named Mike. I hope so. Now there's another a girl guy named Mike. <laughs> now there's all the M&Ms are here. Yeah, it happened. Oh my. Yeah, so mm. I'm down here actually delivering a Jeep for Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Same. And you, and you work for a movie <laughs> company. Or did. How do you guys get paid for this shit? I don't know. Paid vacation though, right? <laughs> Gotta love it. I mean, no, it. I pay for all of it. But I'm, bringing, I'm dumping off a, a car for my stepson. And it's been <laughs> in front of my house for XYZ many months. Where, where'd you come what? from? A Vancouver. Washington, okay. yeah. Cool. So, too far. Yeah. Vancouver. No, it's been. I mean, the drive was. Yeah. Un, I'm sorry. What? I missed the question. <laughs> he says there's two Vancouvers. I said she specified. Oh, yeah. The Washington variety. Because you yeah. don't say you don't say sorry. So. Well, I don't yeah. say sorry. Uh, I don't think they'd let you out about. of Canada. <laughs> these days, would they? I don't think so. No, and I, I, my passport's in my house somewhere, but I can't find it. You can get in. You just can't get out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which is that a bad thing? I was just in Vancouver for sales and stuff too. Oh, were you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Vancouver's great, but like, I could not believe the right. drive over because it's supposed to be 60 all week, girlfriend. It's supposed to be 67 on Thursday. Shut up. Are you serious? Yep. Down here? This yep. is the warmest winter I've ever experienced. I warmest weather. Can, winter. That's what I was like. I Thanks can't Biden. even believe it because <laughs> both we you and I, to, we had our. Like I was in my T-shirt. Like I, know I was in my tank top earlier. At like, nice. Yeah. yeah. Here's my T-shirt. Yeah. But my daughter just gave me this. Take it off. <laughs> I'm really proud of it. I'm do thinking it, I know how you make your uh, you make your money as a as a male stripper, don't you? Yeah. I have three children in town that all have driver's licenses. <laughs> Perfect. Are they your children? Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Buddy, he's older than he I looks. might be the only one here that doesn't have a DUI. <laughs> About well, me. I'm walking. So. No DUI here on my books. Okay. Hey. Hey. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Okay, I have reckless driving, Wait. but not I'm a DUI. Bro, bro, bro. Kinda. I get it. Yeah. I'm not driving. You're not driving. No, not since that fucking tequila. Uh, yeah. oh, okay. All right. Like, like, my car is parked Cheerio. right there, baby. And no, we're gonna walk. My car is staying there, and we're gonna walk back. Should be, you should be fine. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh shit! Lo siento, lo siento. Salud. Salud. Prost. I'm gonna have a difficult time doing the butte tomorrow. Oh yeah, you got that 6 a.m., huh? I'm doing 6 a.m. with Eli. We're gonna do the butte. I'm gonna puke. It's gonna be great. He's like, you know, you have to drink it all in one night, or it's gonna go bad. 
I mean, I was like 19. Yeah, you didn't know. Oh my god, I feel like I just missed a really good story. Now it's starting. <laughs> You're 19 years She's old. She's 19. My brother bought me a half growler. Wait, hold on. You're 19 years old. You're 50 pounds lighter. <laughs> Very low tolerance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. High altitude. Yep. I got fucked up at Red Rocks when I was 19, so I know. My brother, we got to the top. It was seriously like a Jay, Sean, hey! Ben. Yeah, man, I dig it. I fucking dig it. Jake, shut I'm also not. Wait, now you have to introduce us. Okay, all right, you ready? You ready for this? This is my I best so tree ready. joke. I want to hear this. You've never heard a joke about a tree before, I bet. No. So two mm. trees are having a chat in the forest. <laughs> he loves it. He loves it. One, one tree says to the other, hey, you see that young tree down the hill? Is that a son of a beech or a son of a birch? Ah, shit, man, I can't tell from here, but you know what? I know exactly who we ought to ask. Mr. Woodpecker. <laughs> Mr. Woodpecker, he's the expert. He knows about all kinds of trees. Hey, Mr. Woodpecker, is that a son of a beech or a son of a birch? Well, boys, he says, I'm going to have to fly on down there and find out, huh? Stick my pretty little pecker in it. <laughs> so he flies on down there. He puts his little pecker in there. He comes on back. He, he says, guess what? That ain't no son of a beach. That ain't no son of a birch. That right there was the finest piece of ash I ever <laughs> put my pretty little pecker in. That's such an Indiana joke, man. What the fuck? I don't know if I can say that one. Alright, so guy walks over to an You're airport. Totally no, you got blue eyes. Never mind. God damn it, now it's already got ruined. Yeah, you got it, you got it, yeah. Let's, all right, give let's, the man the give the man the stage. Alright, alright, stage, stage. stage. I'm on the stage and now I'm all nervous and whatnot. <laughs> I'm having my beer, I gotta drink my beer. Hey, hey I'm gonna post your beer. Thank you. Alright, all right. let him let him. So let the joke start now. The <laughs> joke starts with the guy He's walking into an airport and then he gets on the airplane. He has a black eye. He, he, says, he has a black eye or yeah. he has he has a black eye. God damn it, motherfuckers! Did he ask no, a black that, guy? That, you should listen no, no, to the goddamn that's joke. The so the guy sits down. He has a black eye. And then the guy next to him sits down, and they both look at each other, and they both have black eyes. He's like, "What the fuck? How did you get your black? How did you get your black eye?" He's like. Holy shit, you got a black eye yourself. He's like, yeah, how'd you get your black eye? And he's like, all right, I'll tell you how I got my black Spent eye. Too much time and too I went to the ticket master to get a ticket for the airplane. And what I said was, I want a ticket. And the gal, unfortunately, had a robust figure. <laughs> robust. Natalie. And I just remembered that I am walking back. Hold on, hold on, hold on, he's telling the fucking joke! Yeah, 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 come on. Don't let her up, man, come on! Anyways, he was like, I meant to say, I want a ticket, please, but what he actually said was, I want your tits, please. Oh, he smacked him across the face. that happens This is a very hard joke. Yeah, she smacked him across the face. It's kind of a thing. 
gave him a black eye. So he sat down and the other guy had a black eye and they looked over and he was like, How'd you get yours? How'd you get yours? <laughs> he's like, he heard the story and he's like, holy shit. That's the exact same way how I got my eye. And he's like, really? Tell me your story. And he was like, well, you asked the ticket master for a ticket and asked, accidentally asked for a ticket. Tits. Well, long story short, I was with my family. <laughs> We're all eating dinner together. And my wife, what I meant to say was, pass the pepper. What are you doing to us? And she looked at me and punched me in the face. Oh. What I actually said was, I fucking hate you. fucking hate you. And you're a piece of shit. And you ruined my goddamn life. This is <laughs> that <laughs> joke. I fucking love it. Oh. My brother. Bro, I. I will never be able to tell that joke like that. That's a great joke. That was well, so that joke good. got broken up in no, but you held ten bits. You while held it. I said it. You so. held it together. Yeah. You oh, held it together, God. brother. Well, okay, I like that's it. That's the only joke I can say. So. But my right is here. My right's here. You want my I phone just, number, bro? I just struck up here. Out with uh, three chicks. Their boyfriends are right there, and I was ready to fight them. It's called. Here, here. Type yours in and like whatever. You want my number? Spotify, yeah, yeah, yeah. what is yeah, it again? Yeah, yeah. All right. What's your podcast yet? Easy, easy peasy podcast. Easy peasy one word. I'm easy peasy. Are you? Yeah. The easy peasy oh, podcast, geez. Michael. Whist- That's me. Whis. Whistler. Yep. Fuck I'll, be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Add your contact and send yourself a text. Bro, I don't do iPhones. <laughs> I won't know who you are if you don't put your name in there and... I got you, Mike. Mike. No, no, you know what? No, 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 no. I just, okay. I'm calling myself now. Oh, you're calling no, yourself? It, okay, it, and... Leave it, leave it, leave it. Well, I know. I... Please. He's it... calling me, isn't he? Okay, calling. There it is. All right. There you go. So I'm going to put in his phone. I fucking love these nights. Oh, Mike. So much. You're getting tired, bro. Yeah, I'm always okay, tired. Mike, how do you spell your last name again? S-P... Creativity. And also, we're just gonna look at us podcast and see when our voices pop up. So. <laughs> I don't care about my voice. I can I got. I have a crazy idea. Let's go. Uh, now we're talking. I think we should go inside as opposed to outside because I'm getting cold. It's fucking cold out here, it's bro. It's cold. It's yeah. chilly. I just struck out with three chicks because their boyfriends were right there. Oh, well, that's um, fine. Yeah. Nice. Dumbass move. Hey, you got I'm, it? Okay, honest to God. Wait, wait, is it? No, it's not a Z. What? Okay, it's, German, man. it's a S. You put it in there. I no, put it in there. Did. Sorry. Lo siento. Hi, bro. Uh, y'all are good people. If you ever want to come on the podcast, I'm hoping no, no, this thing's hey, going to be legit. No, no, but I do Skype interviews, you know. I mean, bro, if you want to interview, I Mike, mean, yes. 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 We're going out to the camps tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, I'm game. I'm texting you my name right now, Mike Whistler. So you got me. Let's hit up. Yeah. 
I would love to go to the camps. If you're willing to beat my security, like, I wouldn't want to go hey, down there without gotta a... you catch me early. You can't catch me right now. <laughs> How early are we talking? You know, like, noon. Okay. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I'm talking about. I'll hit you up, bro, because uh, if you're willing to go down there with me, it would make me feel a lot safer to have a, have a gun, you know? Yeah, if I'm yeah, not yeah. the one holding it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'll just put it in my back pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as somebody's but, got one. Congratulations, but, 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 podcast. Hey, okay, hear me, hear me on this. I've been fucking homeless. So you get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to go talk to these guys, and I want to hear you sure, talk to these guys. I want to get multiple and, sides of oh, the yeah. story. Probably yeah. shut the fuck up. Okay. The whole time. Can we take it to I would you love it. If you take me along. <laughs> Tomorrow? You take me along. Tomorrow. Get it, girl. I ain't got no wheels. But I know where it is. Okay. Oh, my God. Where you at? Right up the road. This What's right, right up the road? I know all Hartford. these roads. I've been Hartford. here since '96. Hartford. Oh, you're up in no rich side. <laughs> up here a little bit. Yeah, up on the right. The yeah. right is rich. It's an interview. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I gotta run, man. But honestly, no, no, no. send me send me an invite right now. I will. Send me. Yeah. Well, I sent you my name, so I'll send you. I'll I'll hit you up tomorrow. Yeah. Or do you want? If you want. Noon tomorrow. I'm just gonna. No, I'll make it ten. <laughs> ten a.m. Yeah. Okay. That's when I get busy. Did that text come through? You got your phone on you? I found an extra boneyard, and I don't know what it was for. Because if, if not, there went. Okay, right on, bro. Let's do it. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Um, oh, this is gonna be like, dude. I'm so glad I met. Caleb again tonight. <laughs> Caleb's kicking ass again. Hey, there's like I'm kicking ass again. About? I'm kicking ass again. Yes. You haven't seen me over the last five years. Dude. <laughs> hey. Hey, it's good seeing you. Good meeting you. Good you guys are you. fucking awesome. Yeah. Boy, the real thing. There you go. Is that a plan? I'm there. I'm I got nothing. Good. I got nothing tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. You're a good person. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're that. all good people. You're all good people. <laughs> I will. Get my backpack, <laughs> and I will see y'all next time. The hey, drug dogs. Yeah? be safe. We'll do. I'll try. All right, take care. Yes, sir. How you doing? Hey, we just told him we're. I'm recording a show. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, and we're just curious about like the lifestyle and like living on the road. And you're heading for Alaska, is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, my, um, I got a job up there, but yeah. uh, when we was coming through, my wife was already pregnant. And, yeah. Uh, we was hoping to get Alaska before we had birth. They closed down the borders. Right. We weren't able to cross. Had my daughter here, and uh, and we've been here ever since. But living out here is not bad. Um, besides, besides theft and uh, besides theft and people doing foolish things out, you know, out in the woods and stuff. You said people trying to steal your truck. Yeah, but, but I've had people try to steal my truck. I've had a I've had a, a drunk homeless person uh, fall asleep on the hood of my truck. Um, yeah. I mean, first notes, names okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. We uh so we, we actually bro- we, bro- we broke down and then they my, stole they stole our, tr- our stereo Chris, out of it and okay. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I call it Tic Tac. Tic Tac, yes. right on. That's yes. a good nickname. Um, but uh, so, Wait. thank you. Uh, police, police uh, are only police are only involved in things whenever you know things go wrong. Uh, Somebody gets hurt, something yeah, like that. that. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, forest rangers are uh, they're cool with everybody, man. They're always trying to help. Like well, right now, I'm waiting on somebody to come through. They got uh, some propane. They're gonna drop off because, like I said, living out here is expensive. Not from like rent and stuff like that, but for your basic needs, yeah. food, uh, water. Yeah, I saved one tank of a propane which will last about three days. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's running on five days. gallons, so uh, it doesn't last long. But, five gallons. But um, peaceful, 
Um, and it's definitely a way to get away from the, but it's not from the humdrum of uh, your everyday hustle and bustle in your regular life. You know, I, I work a full job. I work full time. Um, it's not peaceful when you're trying to trying to defend yourself from right. fucking Indians or right. something. Right. You know, and like I said, that's not that's not a constant. Um, like I've been out here for we've been out here for like a year and a couple months maybe. Um, now that's moving around throughout the whole woods though. Because what you're not supposed to stay for more than a couple weeks uh, at a right. time. Right. Well, right. It, the reason and the reason for that is because of the land. Um, whenever you have something sitting on on a piece of ground for a long piece of time, for whatever reason, the ground underneath it dies. So you have to move, and it's just good. It's just good for the nature to be able to move around and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, What's the rule? So the rules of the rule of living in national forests are that you can stay in one spot on a ground cover place like a tent or something like that for 14 days so that's how long it takes for the vegetation to die in a camper it's better to always have a uh, rock ground underneath you but in that case then you only have to worry about draining your septic which is what portable septics are for so trucks come up here and no 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 um, no i bought i bought i'll show you so there's things you can do to make your life a lot easier here Uh, oh yeah, I've seen this. Yeah. And all you do here is you fill up, and then you can just take it, hook it up to your vehicle, and you just take it to town and dump it like this. This is yours? No, this is this is my buddy's. Okay. Um, and uh, like just like solar living is good, batteries is good, uh, generators are good for running power on. Um, but that's getting into being a bit more pricey. Generally, when people stay out here, it's because they don't have any money to do anything else. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, you said almost what 300 in propane alone. Me being a guy, you know what I'm saying? A couple of blankets and bonfires, fine. Totally. But I, I, just, I can't. You know what I mean? So, uh, so uh, the forest rangers are cool with everything up to the amount of, you know, drugs, stuff like that. I know that Oregon's a pot legal state, and that's cool too. But uh, let me switch it. There's, the there's not any. Uh, Black the wind. There's not any real rules set out here, except for your basic, you know, be humble about your living standard. Don't cause problems for other people. You'd be okay. Don't, don't do something you wouldn't want done to you. Man. Okay, then what the fuck are people trying to steal your shit? Um, well, people do other drugs out here too. I mean, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not judging anybody's lifestyle and stuff like that. But I've always called it free life living. But That's what you call it, huh? Yeah. Uh, but see, um, when you're born, you're when you're born in the United States, you're given a social security number, and that social security number locks you into a grid. Um, so when they say you're living off the grid, um, it's technically impossible. But they say you're living off the grid because you're not using any city or any, any anything from any place where you're at like uh, when you get a house you're going to be hooked up to the water their electricity all that stuff and that puts you on a grid where you're paying bills to the city every month when you're living off the grid uh you're not using anything the city powered besides whatever you do for yourself out here and that's and that's uh technically living off the grid but since you have a social security number you can't actually and you can't actually ever just disappear off of anything so yeah you know i, I so i have five children they all have social security numbers yes, and that locks them into the American so grid. they're all fucked um, well I wouldn't I wouldn't say they're fucked but they are definitely locked into a grid where they will you you can't you can't ever actually just go into the woods and disappear because no matter what you do you're gonna be seen from from anybody or anything and your social security number locks you into who you are from okay. where you came from okay and that's how you're bound by all the all the state and court regulations well you ever you ever notice how um, how 
on your social security card, your driver's license, your names in all capitals. Absolutely. You've noticed that, yes. right? Yeah. That's because it's not actually you. That's right. It's it's the it's the computer grade. It's a um. It's what I've heard it called like a straw man version of you. Yeah. It's your corporation. It's your legal That's entity. Right. But because you're not a legal entity, you're a biological entity, they can't use your real name. That's right. Your real name is capital whatever, lowercase, capital whatever, lowercase. The barcodes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and. They're doing that now. Yeah, they're doing barcodes in places like Pakistan and England where you're born and they stamp a barcode on the back of your neck and you don't get a number. You don't get a social security number for a card anymore. Pakistan? Uh, Pakistan, well, middle. I've heard it be, being done. In they middle don't East have stuff. that much. Uh, okay. Anyway. This, no, no. This is all. This is all things that's happened like within like last year or two. Hmm. I've never last heard about year. that, but uh, uh, my my uh, my cousin it goes. He went over there for uh, for the Afghan stuff like that, and he was talking about because his wife was gonna have a kid on the base, and they were talking about stamping the kid because because he's born in the Middle East, even though American. But he's mad at were wanting to stamp, and they were doing that also in uh, Germany and Russia, where there's no there's no there's no. Uh, People lose cards. People lose their social security cards and stuff. Now that doesn't mean that you're lost, but that means that you're lost for the things you need to get because you can't get shit without your social security card. Can't get credit. Can't get a driver's license. Nothing. Can't can't get so, a house. Yeah. I'd, you choose this because of the freedom. Um, yes. Well, technically, I chose this because I got stuck here on my way to Alaska until the board's open in 2024. But I can't. I, I cannot. I cannot go and okay. just hey. rent a place. You know what I'm saying? Go to straps, Go back on. Um, when we came here, She's my wife was already seven months pregnant when hey, we were passing through. And we so we did came here to no, Central Oregon. We see, yes, we were passing through. We were on our way to Alaska. Before the COVID hit, uh, we were already going through. How long have we been here? Uh, since. Is that a year uh, yeah, and some about, months? I'd or? say my daughter was born in November of last year, so and she was seven. So I'd say a year and two, three months, maybe? So your daughter so far has spent her whole life here. Right, yeah. Here, yeah. right here in Oregon. Uh, she's, and she's a year old. She just turned a year old in November. So, yeah. So, would you, I mean, would you go back if you could, or do you like the lifestyle, or I mean, well, I've, I've, I've always liked living out. I mean, even, even back home in Arkansas, where I'm from, I, uh, we stayed, I've got campers back home on my own property that I stay in. Yeah. Um, I've never really liked being one to be having locked into a grid like paying bills all the time. Yeah. Rent and utilities. My money can go to better things like shit my daughter needs things like that um on when i get up to alaska even the place where i'm going i've already got i've already got property landed up there for the job that i'm doing and i've got campers set up there already so i don't want i don't know how to pose this who shut my door the wind thank you <laughs> um how are you making money right now uh, i have a full-time job i'm a mechanic here uh i'm a boat mechanic when i get to uh, up to alaska i'm working for a buddy of mine that owns a harley shop downtown yeah, yeah I've, right been, I've been working for him since I got here. Uh, whenever I came through here in 2015, I was doing mo uh, work for a solar moss project. It was doing the quarter panels between here and a. Uh, uh, the teeth. The next town, Tomoga, Tomoga, next town. Uh, Tomoga. Well, the next town over. Hmm. I, I, Which I, one? There's, there's two. T what's the? Terrebonne. Terrebonne is up north. Yes, yes. The, uh, so the, the quarter panels that were done between here and there. That was the solar moss project. That? Two, yeah, that's what I did in 2015. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and I met I met Andrew Hendrick or Kendrick. She was the one that ran the Kobo. Um, so when I came back through here, I told her we were stuck, and she uh, hooked me up with the guy that I'm doing work for now. I've been working for him since I've been here. 
So, but anyway, so money. So you're getting, yeah. you're getting work done. Yeah. Oh yeah. So do you think most folks living out here have jobs or what? I mean, can, I mean not I, to speak for anybody well, else. No, I mean, but I gotta be honest with you. I know I don't know a whole bunch of people out here because. Uh, yeah. There you I go. Know, I don't know a whole bunch of people because we're not really social. But I tell you everything I do know is my buddy Justin here has had the we same know job Justin. for seven years. He's had the same job for seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my my buddy Glenn up here, him and his wife. His wife works for the uh, for the hospital, and he's been doing work for uh, uh, that, the tire shop down here. Mm-hmm. So I can say just about Which everybody one? I know. The one right here by uh, M and W. No, no, the the Jiffy Lube or whatever by M and W. Oh, right there. Uh, yeah, he's nice. I, everybody I know here works. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have trouble getting jobs or just don't want to work or whatever the case is. I'm sure you won't find them out here too. I'm sure it's all across the board, yeah. Right, yeah. But I mean, yeah, the best six has been, that's that way even back home in Arkansas, so. There's people that are just, don't do it, and there's people that do it because they like, they need a break from the real life. And yeah, there's yeah. people that do it because, you know, traveling or whatever reason got them stranded. Everybody has the reasons for what they're doing. <clears throat> Um, well, I say it's not really anybody's place to like judge how anybody lives as long as you're not being a problem for anybody else. And I've said, uh, you know, if I ever had to, I'd live in the in the national forest because I'm I'm good at that shit. I, I, you know, I'm an avid yeah. camper, and like, it's a it's not a bad way to be, you know, like at least for a time. Uh, yeah, for a time. Um, yeah. I would say that it's not something you want to do like your whole life living out I, here and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not. It's not a bad way to go if you're just trying to get your head around shit. Yeah, know? get a you know get a leg up or whatever. Yeah. It's well, easy to, it's easy to save money when you work out here and you don't have any real expenses besides yeah, your yeah, actual yeah, living yeah, expenses. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. <laughs> about nothing except being able to make yourself move around. Right, right, right. Um, and like, and with the rules about the moving in 14 days, you know, those are. I, I would imagine. Um, I've moved out here when, when my daughter was born. I bought that, and uh, I have not moved it from that spot. Yeah. I mean, I'm not moving it at all from that spot. And so you said they stopped enforcing the 14-day rule, basically? I would say they stopped enforcing it. I would say that it's more along the lines of, uh, you know, don't... You have a relationship. Well, I'm cool with everybody. I keep my shit clean, and I don't have, I'm don't. i not doing any damage to the ground that it's on. Yeah. So I'm, and they haven't said anything about making me move either. Yeah. Um, I don't mind it, but it's, this is a more convenient spot. But do you, do you talk to them much? Yes. The, the Rangers, um, yeah. Well, uh, they'll how, come by. How much? Like okay, so once a week. Well, no, 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 no. I say a lot because I don't like talking to cops. At all. Yeah. More than likely, I, I speak. Okay, they'll come out here before the weather hit, the the cold weather hit. They come out to everybody and they give you out flyers about uh, warm shelters. Mm-hmm. Uh, to check them in. Now, one of the one of the forest rangers in particular with I've become friends with, uh, and he What's brings his me. Love her. Mm. You can use his name because he is. He, he's a public, public yeah. servant. Yep. I can't yep. remember. I can't remember that name. What's, What's his, his name? name? Uh, he's a big guy. <laughs> I don't remember. It's the big guy, and he's with this that chick. Yeah, look, I've been talking that guy to that chick. over a year, man. He, look, they brought my daughter stuffed animals. She brings oh, uh, smoky stuff. I know a lot of these guys out here. Uh, he's the big guy. They're awesome. Yeah, he is. He is, he is um, Anyone that works out here is awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, Myers, I think his name is. Officer, Officer Ranger Myers, yeah. 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 yeah uh, Not but, that it really matters. But but he, yeah. uh, I mean, when I first met him and shit like that. Just because uh, next time I see him, I, uh, I'm going to say So that up. guy that I was talking about was drunk and he was, uh, it was like 2 in the morning. I heard something going on on my truck. The guy was, uh, I guess he was just trying to get warm. That's fine. But he was on the hood of my truck while I was already in a foul. I came outside. Turn her into the shade. She's just... Mm. I, uh, I came outside and 
he was on my head in my car. I told him, I said, look, man, you got to get off my car. He got real disrespectful, so I opened hand and slapped him. And, uh, and well, he called the cops. Of course you should. And that's when I, and that's when I met Myers the first time. And uh, he was like, well, what's going on? I said, I, it's 2 in the morning. I came outside, he was sleeping on my hood. Mm -hmm. I said, I, mean, I ended up letting the guy sleep in my truck. But So the cop came out, and he was real cool about everything. The guy was drunk. He didn't want to go to jail, and I didn't want him to go to jail or nothing like that. And uh, He didn't hurt you or nothing. No, he, he was just trying to be warm. And it's cool, I don't mind. I let him sleep in my truck. But that's when I first met Myers, and uh, my daughter was furious that all this was going on. That's when he first met my daughter. Well, he's brought, like, since then, he's brought me out, like, stuffed animals for her. He's brought me out gas for my truck, propane out, and he pays for it out of his own pocket. Wow. I mean, they're just, they're cool like that. Um, but like I said, I've never given anybody reason out here not to be cool with it. Not to like you. you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's just that way. It's like, it's just be good so, nature. Okay. If I want to do this, um, it's, it's probably because I'm pretty cool with everyone. Yeah. Um, what happens to the people that aren't cool? Like I said, um, I've been here for, I've been here in the time I've been here and I've only had to get physical twice. Um, I'm not a physical person by nature, but I'm, I've got a family to protect. Yes. Um, and, and it's only been two times, and both times after it was over, you know, I squared it away with the person in the first place. Um, so, people in general, I guess, aren't really all that bad. I mean, shit that comes up missing is little things. Like, I mean, I've had someone try to steal my car before, but uh, it's just teenagers doing stupid shit. I mean, and adults know how to deal with that kind of shit, you know what I mean? Well, teenagers aren't out here doing that shit yeah. unless they're living there and coming here. Uh, no, no. You see, these these places are places to come and play. Yeah? Like, uh, in the middle of summer, you'll have ATVs that have a big well, old setup out here. And so do you know these camps? Some of them. Yeah? Some of them. Are they all chill yes uh well it depends on the person that's there i suppose um for the most I, well i mean they're like, groups yeah but see that's that was my thing is that that's the reason why i live so far back this way and because i intentionally wanted to be away from everybody in the first place um not not because not because i don't like it's just because i don't trust people not to do stupid things i just i don't and i don't want to have to be the guy that's always having to put hands on somebody because they can't stop themselves from doing foolish shit. So this is probably a safer setup out here, I imagine, than like some of the other camps, right? Yes, as you, as you can tell, when you come in, you see big old clusters and things like that. Well, when I first got here, I was the only camp here. Um, and then and then my buddy here moved in, and it's just been him and I this whole time. Uh, and Almost think like you need like maybe two people so you can watch each other. Generally, you know, it's better to do everything in a pair, a pair. But I'm already married with and I got shotgun. Sure, so, sure, sure, I mean, sure. that's my pair. But yeah, um, nice. as for the most part, if it was something that you wanted to consider doing, the, I, the only advice I've been given is to go and check you out of place before you decide just to grab your shit and go. Yeah. Find find a place that you would think that you would want to be at and then, then go to it. Um, because a lot of times you'll find yourself in a situation where uh, you didn't know about rain. And then you're gonna fucking be flooded because you parked on you're on the well, bottom of the slope. We're in Central Oregon, so. right? Right. So, so uh, the way you where you place your shit's really important, and how and how you you know you don't want to get stuck. Right. Yeah. Right. And and then the way you set your shit up's important too. I mean, yeah. it's just all about the way you want to live your life. You so know. you you probably tucked it back there so you could be in the shade a little bit. Of, um, I mean, well, out see, of the wind. I, I was I was foolish and didn't use my brain when I first got here. So the reason why I'm parked back this way is because when I got here it was summertime. Okay. And so I wanted to park my shit in the shade. Yeah, yeah. If you own an RV, don't park your shit in the shade because when the winter hits and there's no there's no sun and no warmth, you're gonna be in the dark 
all the time anyways and then you're going to be on the cold on top of that so it's going to be hard to get your shit to warm back up yeah. so you want to park your car and be out in the sunlight yeah. <laughs> it just gets the shade to go back the there during the, during the summer yeah. uh, not to mention the fact that the snow and the water well, hey, falls where would off. you move it then? if I was to move my shit again yeah. uh, I'd want to go down I'm going to take it back down there for this goes this uh, trail right here goes down for about a mile and a half yeah. and at the very end it goes to a bar bar that crosses this way uh-huh. And then you'll be, uh, it's gonna, that would put me deeper back into the back part, but it'll also keep me away from everybody else and it'll give me a, a better way to uh, set up. You see, because I'm next to the road here, there are things that, that I would deem ugly. Like if I was to build a shanty to go over the top of my, to keep the fucking snow and shit from going on my roof. Yeah, yeah. If I was to build something over the top of that using trees, it would look very unpleasing to the eye. They call it eyesore, because I'm sitting next to the road. But if I was back there, back where I had more privacy, I would actually be able to build like a lean to or something over the top of my shit so that I wouldn't have my whole roof having to look like it does now. Well, I imagine if you're out of sight from the road, chances of somebody coming into your camp are uh, less. Yes. Uh, it? The reason why I have it covered with tarps in the front now is because of the way that I'm sitting here. Back here, it's colder than any town. Yeah. The temperature's different here. And this in the area that you're in is very high wind. Mm-hmm. And it does a lot of damage to your RVs. Um, so I've covered my front windows. And I'm covered up. Uh, well, the wind comes this way. It comes in and it swirls it. through this yeah, whole area. Yeah. Okay. And I've actually had it to where it's ripped uh, panelings off my off my shit that I've had to redo. Um, and letting it sit through the snow and shit with all the weight on it without any kind of lean to over the top had, had, it had caused damage to my roof that I had to repair. Uh, oh, man. Caused my shit to cave in. So, uh, and I just repaired that like two weeks ago. This last snow got so heavy it caused the back part of my shit to cave in. So I had to repair all that. Um, living in a camper is a lot different than living in a tent out here, though, because mm. the the maintenance is different. You know? What is the tent like? Uh, I mean, I lived in a tent when we first got out here. Uh, you get a big tent, uh, you're gonna have to deal with condensation every day, and everything inside your shit's gonna be wet. Uh, I camp in a hammock, so that's right. It's my uh, well, then the only thing you need to do is you're gonna have to do something for the weather or for the wind and shit like that. Well, um, yeah, so I have. Yeah, yeah, get your little lean to go over top. Other than that, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Living, living in a tent is where your 14-day rule is really gonna be applied, though, mm-hmm. because you're gonna be on the vegetation, destroying the ground underneath you. That's uh, right, and that's. Then, that's when they'll be okay. So if I'm in a fucking hammock, yeah, you're not touching the ground. Sorry, you'll have to you'll I'm have sorry. to untie your hammock. You'll have to untie your hammock uh, every 14 days because you're gonna leave rats in the trees. No, I use really good straps. Yeah, I know. I get that, but that's just the rule because that's you're, the rule. Yeah. You're, so 14 days, unstrap the shit, move 50 feet, pick two other trees. That's fact. Okay. That's so okay. easy. And if you're in a tent. 14 days, you pick up your shit, man, get it off the ground, move it at least 50 to 100 feet away, and then you shut it down again. You ever hear about anybody's camps getting, like, torn up by the law enforcement ever? I mean, out here or anywhere else? I have not, but I don't, like I said, I don't really know anybody. We don't ever have to deal with the law out here. Cause yeah. We don't have really stupid shit going on. Um, the, uh, now, this camp up here where you see all these cars and stuff at, uh, I guess... Yeah, those camps down there. Yeah, they they were flipping cars and catching them on fire, shit like that. Uh, I don't know if that's just... I'm, there was a lot of problems with that out there. They were talking about making everybody leave the forest. Because of that? Well, because of that and other things. I mean, uh, they found 
um, boxes full of, uh, of uh, used hypodermic needles, um, shit like that. They found them just scattered all through places, shit like that. And it's things like that that's, that's really making... It takes forever for them to pick them up, too. It took like over a year for them to go... It's not safe for children. About. It's not yeah. safe for, for anybody that's got anything like that here. Um, it causes problems. So they were talking about making everybody leave. Now they can't do that. Okay, so they were talking about making everybody leave the forest. You've got the right, though. It's, it's the law of the land. You're, you, it, you are allowed to travel the United States on foot, unimpeded by law. Yeah. Uh, you, and you're allowed to uh, live anywhere in any national forestry or any national land. Because you are a citizen of the country. Because you live, own. I'm, I'm American. That's you right. own this land. That's right. That's right. You're my brother. That's that's fact, boy. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And and the right and they're trying to push that shit out. Uh, the only people that can enforce the actual, uh, you know. I guess it'd be fucking making everybody evacuate the Eviction, forest. Yeah. Uh, would be would be the, a federal start. That would be U.S. marshals, or or the governor. And in, in any case, they couldn't do anything. You cannot push a bunch of people that don't have anywhere to go to somewhere to know where to go. Well, it, it seems to me y'all are doing everything. You you in particular, you're doing everything by the book. Well, like I, mean, uh, I, I try to do trying by the, to. I try. You, you I do. Can't, um, can't stand, make a stand if you don't. Yeah, follow. If you're not standing by what you're supposed to do, you know, you're gonna have problems. But yeah. So is. Is this what you would rather, or would you rather something in town? I have I have a wife and a young daughter. I would like to have something that would be convenient for them. School is going to be coming up, and that's just important. You can't. It's coming up. You can't live in a, in a camper with the child and put them in school and try to do all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, I know, but I don't. Anyway, what would you rather? Um, with the child and family, it'd be better to live in town. Like you know what I mean. Uh, just raise your baby right. I mean, uh, I don't mind having the idea of my daughter being raised out in the woods like this, but there's so many other things that happen. She could get sick, all kinds of shit like that, where you would need like a steam shower. Well, you know what I mean? You're, you're pretty close. Okay. Yeah. You, there, there's things that you would need God, that you man. can't really acquire. I've been there. In stuff As like a father, this. I've been there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm new. This is my first baby, and I'm freaking out about everything. Oh man. So. But well, you got a Toyota, man. That's right. Really. That's right. The over. My <laughs> name is Betty White, and I'm sad right now. Betty White is the name of your Toyota. Yeah. Oh, the overall, uh, going going to uh, going to live out here on a permanent basis with children isn't something that I would I would do. Um, but if you do have a child and you have to live out here, there's not there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with the way you're doing it as long as you're doing everything you're supposed to do. It might not be ideal, but she's yeah. she's a happy baby. Yeah, she is. It, it blows me away. She's so she's excited about everything all the time. That's so cool. Um, and I think I'm, I kind of think it's really good for a baby to be in nature all the time too. But like I said, like and the wind. She she's not gotten sick yet or yeah. nothing like that. And I know I'm that like there there's so many things that like I'm afraid that, like she can get sick and I'm not gonna be able to fucking. To, I don't know. I don't know if I would be able to, but. I know that there's things that would seem to me a lot easier if I lived in town with a child that she was to be sick or something like that. I could take her inside, get her a student shower, or, or, um, on the overall living out here and say, if your kids are older, if your kids are older than three, bud, bring them on. You know what I mean? Yeah, if your yeah. kids are older than three and you already got that, go ahead. Um, babies and shit like that, and it could just be because I'm a new father, I don't know. I'm Do a lot of folks out here have families? I, I mean, actually, yeah, I know several people out here that's got children and families enough, out yes, here. They do. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Do. And then they um, do. I mean, they got the guys come out and stuff like that, like the officers, and make sure that their the kids are not being they're being taken care of. And sure. Um, we also there's as long also as you people. You have propane, right, you know, all of a sudden, like you do in apartments, you have to have a house. Gotta be warm. You have to have lights. You have to have water, running water. Same rule applies. Sure. 
and then they cheer out here that they, that they follow those rules too. Yeah. Mm. It's all about the kids too. Yeah, yeah. Kids. Well, as long as she's got everything she needs, I, I don't see nothing wrong with just being out here except for the little things that make me nervous about like, like maybe she might get sick or maybe something might happen. And she needs to be. And when you be. have snow like we did before, you can't go nowhere. Yeah, yeah. you could get snowed in up here for a I while. I got four wheel drive and I put mud on my truck and we still couldn't get out. So. Yeah, yeah. My truck wouldn't go like nowhere. Two weeks? Two yeah. weeks, we couldn't leave. Uh. Ah, ah, ah. Oh. <laughs> She's singing. Yeah. Give us a big girl dab. 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 Good job. Big girl dad. Well, I tell you what, man, I really like appreciate this. No worries. You know, man. like, yeah. Um, and there's also uh, there's also organizations out here that will help you. Yeah. If, if, what are they called? Uh, there's the Reach program. Cobo. Uh, Cobo. Uh, Central Oregon uh, Veterans Outreach. Shepherd yes, but they Shepherd also have a branch off that's uh, that's uh, the homeless outreach from same outreach program. Cool. Shepherd's and and Shepherd's House Ministries. And then there are a lot of private people, regular people, just regular people living their life. Wow, wow. It comes through they and just, care. just want to help somebody um, out. Stacy, mm -hmm. the one that's coming out right now, every Friday they actually have a food truck that comes up here and they yeah. bring a shower truck here. And water trucks and like that. Cool, cool, cool. Like cool. The biggest, the biggest help, the biggest help around here though is just regular people. Um, we've had people that just came up and they'll try to you know, bring you food. Oh, love to hear that. It's true. As well, a libertarian, I love to hear that. That's yeah, what I was man. gonna say too, man. I, I was at this public forum in town in Bend, uh, listening to the community talk about this issue, and you know, uh, they're proposing a whole lot of government solutions. When to me, it's like I think people ought to solve this on their own. You know, yeah, the community right. ought to. Ought to do what they can to help each other out, and like so. It's hard it's not, times right now. Yeah, 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 People yeah. don't realize that they're one paycheck away from being right here. From right here, yeah. Uh, yeah. The gal it's that oh, uh, stays out and helps. Stacy, Stacy. Yeah. She'll, she'll be here. At she'll be here like uh, two more right now. She just messaged us. Well, it is thirteen fifty-six. She'll be here. Yeah, she'll be here about. They're doing it. Uh, do you think she would be bothered if we talk to her? I have no idea. She's a reach out. She's an outreach program, so I'm sure there's things that she would love to She'll do. She'll be here for a while because she's hurt. bringing. She, they're doing a little research on a new COVID test mm -hmm. where you don't have to go so deep, whatever. And then she gives gift cards. Uh, she's it's it, so 14. It'll take a lot, man. 14 minutes. We could hang out. I mean, yeah. Yeah. She, she's an outreach program, so I'm sure that there's a lot of things she'd love to do to get her. Yeah, she could plug her organization, you know. Yeah, maybe she we could get some. She does a lot for. Yeah, she does a lot. Maybe we could drum up some uh, donations, you know. Yeah. Uh, that was another thing. Uh, they have uh, people that do random fundraisers for like uh, what a family out here would need, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Uh, they've asked us. We I, I I turned them down, but that's because I work and I can support my. You know, there's people that need shit more than we do. Sure. Um, but they have people that uh that just that come out and they just bring food. They, bring they have water. guys that come and go pick, pick up your trash. Yeah, I mean, no kidding. Like, uh, that was one of the biggest problems. That was one of the biggest problems that they were having with people staying out here was uh trash. Was trash. Yeah. Um, and because a lot of people that live out here don't have the means to take their trash away. And you and you got a kid, you can't haul you trash can't. in your vehicle. Yeah, I'm sure. Was, I'm, yeah, and I can't really care, but uh, so. I've paid people to come and take my trash, stuff like that, and I've uh, I've paid people to do other things that I can't do with my own vehicle. Um, most part though you'll have people just sit out here and hang out and just find out if somebody needs something but it's no different than if you was to be standing out here and you see somebody that was struggling you know give them a shirt if they're cold yeah, yeah. sometimes when we get our food boxes the stuff that we don't we don't eat and everything we take it up there yeah, and we take it up to the the group up there they take it and eat it um, you know we help each other a lot of people is just helping each other out uh, having each other back. I, I've, I've found that a lot of the biggest problems that you find with people i guess people bashing on it and stuff like that is they're saying there's three types of uh 
people that stay out here. There's there's homeless, and then there's the they call them they call them vagrants, vagrants, I'm, no, I'm and that's that's just people that uh, choose to do it because they like it. And then there's people that doing it. In my particular case, I got stuck this way. Um, I'm not gonna go and pay a ass load of money to go and rent me a place and all that shit. That I'm just gonna be leaving as soon as the borders are open, anyways. Mm -hmm. So I stay out here until I get there. Um, and uh, they, they're calling this, they're calling this problem, saying that uh, things, things that are, uh, that we're taking away from the people that live here in Bend, you know, from like people that travel through and get stuck, or people that are living out in the woods for what. But to be honest with you. I'm fairly certain most of the people that got here didn't start here anyways. I mean, this is the Northwest, but well, most... No one, no one was giving birth here. Yeah. Well, you're right. wrong about that, bro. Uh, yeah, my daughter was giving birth here. Yeah, I, uh, Thanksgiving Day. Oh, golly. My water, my water broke right in the parking lot. Yeah. On, on Thanksgiving? On Thanksgiving Day. Wow. I was going to be induced and they like... parking lot broke here? Right no, here. They no. broke in the parking lot here and we had to it go started here. over to the hospital. And it completely broke after I got to the hospital right when I walked out the door. I was supposed okay. to be induced. Actually, like to be days. born right here on this ground? Almost. Almost, almost. Mm -hmm. Not quite. But see, right. this is actually, not actually, my first actually, kid actually, to I, actually, I heard a story about uh, Cody and his daughter, or Cody and his wife had their kid in their tent up here uh mm -hmm. she woke up and water broke but there was no given time and the baby just came i couldn't that was right here uh uh two about two two openings that How's way dylan now he's about a year and a half old um yeah he's about a couple of months younger than her because he thinks wow. she's to get them hooked, hooked up i get them hooked up <laughs> 10 minutes that's what she said she's usually pretty prompt about what time she gets here what's she's her name Stacy. She stops at, uh, oh, I don't know her last name. No. Uh, she stops at a lot That's of different camps, that. drops off water, food, clothes. Everybody will text her a list. Yeah, wow. For what they yeah. need. Um, and I mean, if we, nice. if we, if they don't got the green cancer and propane, what, they'll what, give us gift cards. Who is she with? Reach. Reach. It's Reach, reach okay. Or Outreach. I she, think she'll bring reach. it like, like anything, toiletries, I mean, like, mm -hmm. you name it, she brings it. Mm -hmm. Mylar blankets, I mean, like all kinds, everything. Wow. Everything. Okay. Mylar is uh, what they call an emergency blanket. Space blanket. Yeah. And it does I'm a camper, man. Yeah, those things are keep, keep you warm. Place, you, run out, oh, yeah. oh, you run out of propane, you'll, you'll really appreciate those. Yeah, I bet just, you. I, I order propane. What's that? Uh, what are you saying, bro? Nothing. <laughs> you lost it. Well, I tell you, unless you all have anything else to say, I'm going to put the pause on yeah, it. And yeah, you okay. put, I'm going to go get my weed. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what we're doing. I'm from Reach. So we provide, reach? REACH provides mobile case management and outreach to people that are experiencing houselessness and are in vulnerable situations. Okay. So we go boots on the ground out to folks. So we can help things like um, we can deliver propane or gas. Um, we have gift cards, diapers, things like that. Also, if someone needs more case management, like to helping to find housing and getting a driver's license or a birth certificate, anything that someone feels is going to help them get to more self-sufficiency and independence. So, so it's all very relational. We're yeah. not part of the county. We're a nonprofit. They were telling you a lot, or telling us a lot about you. Yeah, we're a nonprofit. So it's not a and government. You're, wait, you're Stacy. I'm Stacy. I'm so Mike. I'm, hi, Mike. Are you from? Peacekeepers. No, not peacekeepers. Yeah, You're I am like, a peacekeeper. You are. Tell me, what's your last but name? But I'm not. I'm not part well, of. How it do I know that. you though? You don't. Okay. Did we talk on the phone, or was that a different mic? Here's my eyes. Okay. You don't know me. Okay. There's a different mic I just talked to on the phone this morning, and I thought, oh, maybe that's him. Yeah. <laughs> well, nice it's to meet not, you. But. Yeah. yeah. So we're just out there, and so we are a nonprofit. We we operate on um, grants that are given to us, you know, by the city, by the county. 
and I've been working with our houseless community members for like 17 years and it's a passion of mine. So I'm the executive director, but then I'm also out there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. We're actually engaging like 600 people a month. Mm -hmm. It's like a hundred different unique individuals and then often work out three, four times to go meet with folks. So we're at Bottle Drop. We also run safe car parking. Mm -hmm. And then we also run a cleanup project around the central district. Very so cool. yeah. yeah. So, uh, Coyote Butte? And, uh, yeah, we've been up there too. And Horse Butte? No, Coyote Butte needs cleanup. Oh, yes they do. And we do that so Twice you're doing that okay yeah. we've talked on the phone or something nope. no okay <laughs> definitely not oh my gosh it's a different mic okay. a lot of mics out there, there is we're, a lot we're, of mics. we're both mics you're so. both we, mics yeah. okay say yeah. no more yeah and you're on yeah. the mic right now that's you're on okay. the mic yeah, with that's the mics okay. yep so that's uh that's what we're doing cool today's cool. a little different we're doing something a little different today because this is a an, a company that came to us that's mm -hmm. doing testing mm -hmm. with a new covid test okay and they're kind of testing a product and I didn't want anyone to feel pressured, but the word kind of got out that we were doing it. And the reason it's kind of cool is that people can do the take a COVID test and it's helping them develop their test. And then we also, they're giving out gift cards to someone for their time. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to help them do some of these surveys. Sure. Well, we won't hold you up anymore. No, we're just so curious. Nice so absolutely. Guys. If you're, if you care to listen, it's going to be on the easy peasy podcast. Okay. Cool. Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. I love yep. it. We'll check it out. Absolutely. It's so nice to take meet care. You guys. These, these roads are where I taught uh, my son how to drive stick. Yeah, cool. Wait, are we recording? Yeah, but all right, this all is right. all part of it. Just turn it down if we're going to talk. <laughs> Let's talk to these guys. I'm going to edit. Nobody's here, man. This looks totally abandoned. It's so fucking sketch. Let's go. I don't think anybody's in that van, and if they are, I'm not asking. Hey, let's check it out. No. Please. No. Please. This one gives me stop. that. Stop. 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 Please stop. Nobody's here, dude. It's my car. <laughs> Alright, go see. Let's see. Oh, I don't even have anything in my gun. <laughs> you see those, right? Yep. You yep. know what those do when they hit? Listeners? You got a good one. Keep track of this one. I gotta piss. Yep, do you think? Oh, that was the end of Freedom's Insanity. This song is so fucking awesome. <laughs> Best fucking part, huh? Are we recording so? Yeah, a lot of this is gonna be cut. <laughs> I know there will be some gems hidden away. <laughs> Just making sure my levels are not getting totally tight. You know, this is the best part. To live is to die.
was like, the guy was like, um, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I don't care. I don't want to talk. Yeah. He was kind of far back there. He's back in the back, yeah. But you can get so much further back. Is that, yeah, yeah. It probably gets rougher and rougher though, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if you have a truck, a Jeep, you're fine. Yeah. about the second guy is interesting. I'll tell the story. And uh, it, it gives us a little glimpse. Like, there's no way to get a full picture, you know? No way. Well, unless you come out here and do it. Well, I don't want to, like, overdo it. So part of my philosophy is, like, I find myself in the right place at the right time quite often. And that, that first guy we talked to right place right time second guy <coughs> right place right time for a different well, we reason only had two guys. i know but it it's 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 enough of like seeing sort of two different types of people out here i know it's not a full picture but it's the most i can get without forcing it i don't believe in forcing it i believe in going with yeah, the flow yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why i found myself at that at that town right. hall Yep. He had the Toyota. That's what attracted me over there. And then the fucking CDC showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was too cool. That's a lot of shit. So I'm not horrible. trying to. I'm not trying to fucking like go out of my way for more. To me, right now, what I want to do is shoot a shotgun. Yeah. My nigga. That's it. I mean, Caucasian. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, don't feel. Don't worry. I don't take offense. No, I know. The one time I actually have two end cards that people have given you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna one, say one's from Compton. So yeah, that I'm counts. Pretty sure that counts for all. Yeah. First, my, my nigga. Yeah, the first time a black dude said that to me, I was like, oh my god, I'm so like, yeah. Felt, felt good. I'm like, oh, really? Really? And I was just like, okay, fucking finally, nigger. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> What's the big deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one cares. It's more about tone than anything, bro. No one cares. Yeah. I've gone up that side of that hill with my Jeep. Have you? Yeah. Ten years ago. Let me drive their car, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. Oh yeah. What's the uh, What's the worst scenario for that? Because it's my only car. Huh? I said, what's the worst scenario for that? Because it's my only car. <laughs> it's your only car. You gotta get another whip. You gotta oh. get another Jeep. No, I'm getting a Porsche. Porsche. Yeah. All right. That's our spot. Yep. Lullaby. 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 Lulla
Yeah. Please. Yeah, they're doing uh close range nines. So is he. Okay. We're here. This is our spot. Okay. Now, would you like? Let's put something on chill. All right. Uh. So, you're up. You want a suggestion? DJ. About JJ Kale. JJ Kale. Let's see. It sounds like. All right. Cocaine. Well, you uh get traveling about. I mean, yeah, so these are like the ones nobody wants to hear. But <laughs> let's do shuffle, see what happens. More obscure shit. Okay! Fucking uh, finally! He's got something, he's got better. There we go, money talks. Bullshit walks. I didn't know I had so much nine left. Yes. Sweet. Yeah, range rounds. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know how to do this? Yeah, more or less. Okay. Um, Talk to me. What do you do? Well, let me show you. Yep. He's way better than Clapton. Clapton might be not know who. Clapton might be a better technical guitarist, but JJ Kale is a better songwriter by far. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Clapton's not a good songwriter. No one ever accused him of that. Well, he yeah he he used a lot of other people's songs. You know, he had songwriters. Yeah. He wrote some though. He wrote technical. He wrote um quite a few of them. Which ones did he write? Well, I know he wrote um, the one about his kid dying. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Tears of heaven. Damn, Tears of heaven. Did you hear about that? He, his kid. I know. I know what you're saying. He, his kid crawled through like the grates of a balcony and fell to its I, death. I know. Yeah. It's. Tears of heaven. Yeah. How about his. Fuck. Yeah. You know about how he had a really bad reaction to the vax too, right? You heard about that? He couldn't play guitar for like six months. And he wrote some music. Him and Van Morrison. The what? Both, from the vax. set up like where are we shoot well you gotta figure it out load as such she's oiled oh she's sick. Oh, she's smooth. greasy yeah these are premium rounds for fucking killing birds that's all I got Maybe I got some of this. Hope you get some bites. I'll get some bites. We'll see what happens, you know. I love this gun so much. It's a good gun. You're up. Short loads in, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I grabbed all the wrong, loads. They're gonna fucking rock. I, I grabbed the wrong one at first, and I noticed right away. So. Good. Good. Pull. That's why I was I was confused, bro. I was like, Turkey Day is in November. Okay, so Vax Day, Turkey Day, and my daughter's birthday is the same day. No shit. That was great. <laughs> Fuck, bro. I did not expect to do that well. <laughs> well, it's Benelli. That's a good gun. Hey, it's empty, right? Yep. Okay. Shot five. Okay. 
Next. All right, so with this one on video, let's. I want you to be ready. Yeah, one. Yeah, load them up quick. All right. I know. Save you some editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take like one step back. Get closer. No. You're empty. Get closer. Y'all y'all are shooting at twenty or thirty yards. That's a hard shot. There she goes. Like that grip is super like sticky. Might be shitty on your hands. Hey, you got them both. Everybody's dead. They all died. Not nobody lived. There it is. Are you a teacher? No. I'm a DJ. Nice. I know. Similar. There she goes. Hey -oh. <laughs> Got it. That's a good gun. That's a good gun. I don't know. I like that one. Alright. Alright, get it guys. It's all him. We're almost out of ammo. That's all we got. That's all we got. This is our last mag. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta walk forward. 
yeah, yeah. Hey. This is my territory. This is my house, motherfucker. Yeah. I don't back down. Damn. Yeah, a couple of them were cute. Ooh. Two of them were cute. I, I like the brunette. You like the blonde? <laughs> uh, yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's pack her up. I do. I, I probably ought to get back. Like uh, my phone's dead now, so I got it. I got to get back and like check in. I hate to say that because they're not my parents, but I got to get back. I fucking love this gun. It's a good gun. Hey, I hit it a couple times. Yeah. But yeah, center mass for sure. This has been Mike the Polymath with the Easy Peasy Podcast. Come back again.